Oh, are you serious? <laughs> ah, why do you have that? Uh, he's like, he's like wrapping his arms around him. Look at, look at the unsure look on his face. Uh -huh. Shouts out to Kamala Singh. Oh God. But in, in the uh, in the corner here, we have a. I uh, know oh, you got some cherry blossoms there, but in the other corner, we have. The fuck! Is, you got, you is got that a very, that's Vice? My? Is it Shermy? It's Shermy or Vice and uh, my. They're, they're not happy oh, about what's going on. Awesome! I like they're they're horrified. Yes. Upset and horrified. Oh my god! Why so bad? Why? Do you, like, oh my god! That's, uh, that's all mine. That's, oh, that's that belongs terrible. to me. Oh, look, what a lucky duck you are. Jesus Christ. Eric, what's your review? Thumbs way the fuck up. From across all corners of our fair planet Earth, welcome to the Gaming Cult Podcast. Worldwide opinions on obscure and up-to-date gaming talk culture and decree for today and yesteryear. You love it, my boy. My boy. Welcome to episode 22 of the Gaming Cult Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Ennis, from sunny Sydney, Australia. Uh, joining me from uh, San Diego, California, we have Garrett Hunter. Hello, Garrett. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Can we do a barbershop thing when we all say hellos and, like, yep. I'll say the first the note tenor. and then I'll stop for you to introduce the next person, but then I'll start with that note again and then that next person uh -huh. comes in there. You get it? Yep. Let's try it. All okay. Right, let's go for it. Introduce me. Introduce me one more time. And here is Garrett. Hello. And Brian. Hello. Hello. And Zach. Hello. Hello. And me. Jake Innes. The fabulous Jake, the master Innes, all the way from sunny Sydney, Australia. How are you, boys? Good, how are you? I'm good. Tip-top cheerio. Tip-tip to you, sir. Brian's chip-chop cheerios. Hello. What is that language you're speaking? Um, I'm a Cockney cunt, motherfucker. You sound... Is that... Is that like a French person? I think yeah, he's doing the, the skit. I think he's doing the skit, guys. Suck the fart off me, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I will. That's a, Do that's a Dominic Bodie original. <laughs> I love... I, that's like one of my favorite things to say to people. A DBO. Suck the <laughs> fart out of my ass. <laughs> that's, a, that's a genuine DBO. Uh, there you go. So we got... Two boys in in uh, the land down under, and two boys on yes. the uh, on Freedom's shores. That's right. I miss Freedom. Martin already. Martin is not here this episode, and neither is Mr. Eric Badua, but they will be back. Do not do not fret, my my sweet girls and boys. You will hear them, but not this time. <laughs> Zach, how are you? Um, I'm good. It's been an interesting week. Oh yeah. Yeah, interesting few days, but yeah. At the end of it all, when it's all said and done, do you still have your foreskins, Zach Innes? Um, yes. Yeah. I still, I still have my mate's shield, so it's all good. Uh -huh. We, uh, we all have our foreskins, so never mind. No, we don't. Oh, no. No, we, we don't. don't. Oh, we don't? Yeah, so never mind. Oh, so never mind. Zach, never mind. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have talked about my foreskin like that. That's right, Zach. We don't have our foreskin. We don't so, appreciate such talk on on this gaming I, cult. I, I may need to go check it later. But I just need to check if I still have it. It's a good idea. We'll check yeah. now. Check now. Check now. Yeah, check now. Can we do like a Howard Stern esque thing here? Can I talk you through what you're? Okay, what I need you to do is you got yeah. you got your yep. you got your microphone right there, uh, Zach. Yep. You got your microphone. Oh my gosh. All right. Right there. Yeah. Zach, listen to me, Zach. Yeah. 
Zach, listen to me. What I want you to do is I'm, I want you to very, very slowly, I want you to unzip your pants, and I want to, I want you to take out your hog there, all right? Okay. Right, right, right. So hold on. I'm going to I'm gonna make the zip heard and audible. Tell me if you hear this. Oh, Zach, oh. I hear it. Oh, Zach. You getting Jesus this? You hearing this, Brian? Uh, Brian, are you hearing this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zach. All right, so it's, it's hey. just hanging all out. Yep, I've got it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a little uncomfortable in the booth here, Zach. Okay, now I want you okay. to, I want you to, I want you to smack it against that microphone, Zach. All right. So you want, you lay, want... it, lay, lay it, lay it across that microphone, and I'm gonna hum, and you're gonna feel that vibration, Zach. Right. Okay. Oh, get ready. Okay. Um. Holy crap! <laughs> Is it working, Zach? <laughs> um... Yeah. It's, yeah. It's still there. It's still there. So, Okay, we don't have our foreskin, so never mind. Never right. mind. Listeners um, of Gaming Cult Podcast, gamingcultpodcast at gmail.com. Never mind. Is this, is this the Gaming Cult Podcast? I thought this was a foreskin chat. Foreskin fellows. A fourth with fellows. We do, we do talk an awful lot about our own penises. We do. This. We really so, do. Uh-huh. I should ask I Freud's voice. Freud's voice. How do you spell Freud's voice? With a Y. And <laughs> yeah. So I've heard. Stunning Derek Acosta appearance. So, Derek, what's on the menu this evening, gents? Foreskin. Uh, well, boys. Um, <laughs> we covered foreskin. Well, the Wii, the Wii U's out everywhere now. Came out in Australia. Haven't got it yet, but getting it soon. I read a funny little story about uh, the Wii U uh, Nintendo shop in uh, European territories. And apparently how, if you want to buy those games with piss words and, like, red stuff, you can't do that when little Timmy's uh, awake. You must do it when he's gone to bed. Like little, like, bloody disgusting Wait, stuff? so you can't download, like, mature-rated games During the day? After yep. hours? Uh-huh. How's, how's that even possible to police? From this report that I've read, uh, you have to do it between, uh, the uh, games are only available between 11pm <laughs> and 3am. How the fuck would a publisher let them get away with that? I don't know, but uh, it we, they were, Kotaku was getting reports from uh, oh some God. some Italian users and some other users across um, across Europe that this was happening. So they're trying to reach uh, Nintendo for official comment, and yeah, Nintendo replied with, "We feel yeah, slightly paraphrased, of course, but we feel that uh, we we cater for all ages, and this content should." Uh, only be available for Mem Mem Pep Pep uh, when when uh, Bryce has gone to bed. So uh, do you do that? Are you Fuck sure that's Bryce. legit? Because there's been a lot of stuff on Kotaku that's. I mean, it's been rumor, but it's not 100% confirmed. No, 100%. Not 100%. But you know what? what is I mean, 100% confirmed. It's when you, with utmost certainty, achieve total confirmation of an event occurring. Just like, say for instance, in July 2013, you happen to be in Melbourne, Australia. You can go to PAX Australia, Gaming Cult Podcast, we will have that booth there. Brian Abashakura, 100% confirmed. 100%. 100% confirmed. Absolutely. How many percents is that, is 100? It's uh, from the back to the middle and the round again. I'm going to be there till the end. 100% pure confirmation. Brian Abashakura, Gaming Cult Podcast, booth. Pure Love, gonna be there. You'll never have to run away. <laughs> Garrett, you have the Wii U. How's that yes. Wii U? You got a chance to play it finally. You know what? I am currently, I'm not gonna lie to my friends here, I am currently playing 
right now, me and Brian have it. We're we're sitting in front of the streaming area, and uh, while we're doing the podcast, we just threw in like you know Mario Brothers co-op, and we're trying it out. But so far, man, I am blown away at how much fun Zombie U is. Oh, good. I, I have heard that it is the the general consensus of it seems that it is a genuine uh, survival horror game. Yeah, and uh, it seems to. Uh, it, it, it seems to be something that's going to be fairly long, so I don't know if I'll be getting oh. all the way through it. I mean, this is, okay. honestly, right now, this is the second time I've used my Wii U. <laughs> but uh, right. I I can't wait uh, to play more, specifically play more Zombie U, because that was a lot of fun. Absolutely. How, how did you find that uh, update, that infamous update that people are some people are saying it's 2 gig, some people are saying it's... 50 gig, I don't know, I, what, what, it, 15 gig even, what, what is the, uh, what's the actual count there? I don't wise? know, but you know, it only took me, the initial upload, uh, or the initial download and install was, I want to say an hour and a half. It really wasn't that long at all. And, and what I was doing, I've been, I've been basically living out of the studio, shipping out, uh, merch from Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So I have the Wii U set up here. I brought it in specifically to go through all the updates on our much faster internet connection than my house. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So that first, you know, uh, update about an hour and a half, and then I went through the next night and I updated all the games. I, you know, every single game so far, Mario, Zombie U, and uh, Nintendo Land are the three I have. They've needed, like, pretty lengthy, like, maybe 20-minute installs for each one. Really? So that's the software taking the time seems to be the most like obnoxious. I can understand the system update and and yeah, we have we have pretty fast internet here, but an hour and a half wasn't bad. Could have been worse. It was it was the same thing with the PS3 launched. I mean, there were there were huge install times for that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how much of it is a flooding of the servers though. Uh, hmm. I don't I know. You got a lot of new users just Yeah, all getting on and just slamming it at the same yeah. time, you know. That's true. Absolutely. Oh, it's good that you're enjoying it. Uh, Zombie U might be a, a title that I want to pick up. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get the it's, tank, tank, tank. It's amazing because Zombie U was something I just didn't care about. I thought it just the name was so generic, and yeah. it's like, yeah. you know what? It, it looked like a piece of shit. Yeah, it really people, did. People were going so far as to call it like a tech demo or something. Yeah, but man, Ubisoft like really knocked it out of the park. It is a lot of fun. What's that wait. Tanks, Tanks, Tanks about? Tank, Tank, Tank is an arcade title, correct? Yes, yes, that is correct. Uh, and it's just you're in a tank and you're blowing up big monsters like Godzilla and stuff, and you can do that. I noticed it was a discounted title too. It's uh, it's cheap. Oh yeah, yeah. It's no, like forty nine or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure whether it has online play or not. It might just be local multiplayer. I'm not entirely hundred percent sure huh. on that. No confirmation as of yet. Yes. No, you're not one hundred percent confirmed. So it, that's true. Aside from like, okay, right now, because uh, I also have a, a Wii U. I think I, I think I mentioned this before. Um, like, what? Yeah, what mentioned it before. What other What other games aside from Zombie U, Mario, and it comes with Nintendo Land. I don't know. Well, if you get the, I'm okay. waiting for you know. I'm I'm excited about a Bayonetta sequel, but that's so far down the road. Yeah. I have heard that like Black Ops Two is really good on it actually because so of the I. second screen stuff. Now. I'll okay. read. I'll read about that for myself. I just heard that kind of word of mouth and was kind of like, really? I didn't plan on getting Black Ops Two, 
at all. But I was kind of interested if, you know, it had something going on with the second screen technology. I I'm into that. I'm really into the second screen. I, I, I think that feature is great, and I like games, especially like Zombie U, that use it as an actual... It's not, you know... Some of the games are, you know, look at either screen. It's just whatever you want. But the same thing is displayed on both. I, I have to say Mario is kind of that way. Um, if you're Sure, playing. yeah. I mean, I didn't get that whole term that they were talking about, which was the whole asymmetrical gameplay. I thought it was a buzzword, but, you know, it genuinely makes sense. But, but with, Zombie um, it uses it so well the way you control your inventory and you go in your backpack and you can... You're, you're looking at the screen when you're playing, but then you're just using the, the control pad for certain tasks like scanning the room, uh, illuminating things and finding clues, solving puzzles, opening doors, uh, going through your inventory in your backpack, all while you can still be attacked from behind fr by, you know, the uh, undead. Jeez. Sounds like a lot of fun. It is. High suspense. It is. You know what? And I actually went to bed that night. You, There's a sequence that they get so... It's so fucking awesome because when you die your character's done and it cuts to you as a new person waking up in the safe house like in a shitty cot and that animation of you like waking up in a panic i felt like i was doing that later that night when i went to bed <laughs> like I, I was i went to bed uh here at the studio i took a little nap on the couch right after i got done with my stream on wednesday night and i fell asleep and i woke up at one point like where am i and it was that same kind of feeling and i know i had fallen asleep kind of dreaming about that game was cool. Like I want to play more. Yeah. I, I yeah. haven't gotten back in, but I need to. Your uh, your sweet repose made quite the full of you, Garrett Hunter. Thank you. Sorry, I feel like I just rambled on. A little Led Zeppelin there for you. But uh, there is no foreskin, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, let me let him know. Hey guys. Hey, we don't have foreskin, so never mind. Never mind. I took care of it. Good job. No. Now I thought. I was thinking, what have we not talked about, which is quite an obvious uh, point, uh, which which is quite an obvious point of discussion to bring up on a gaming podcast, and it occurred to me that we've never actually talked about what our favorite games are, specifically, and focused on that. It's true. Oh. Yeah, we haven't. I mean, we're talking about the games we played when we grew up and everything, but just our flat-out favorite games of all time that we love. We have not talked about that yet. That's true. We should uh, we should do that now. Zach, yes. Zach, do you feel ready? Oh man, that's um, that's certainly putting me on the spot. But yeah, I guess I can go with it. It's okay. Yeah, cool. Are you guys ready? ready? Is everyone yes. ready? Uh, hold on. I was born ready. Let me check and see. Oh, no, we don't have foreskin, so never mind. I'm ready. Right. Okay. Hey, wait, wait. Can I can I just have one last check? I mean, I know I checked uh, like ten minutes ago, are... but. But do like, you want to check, or do you go want ahead, Brian? It's still there. <sighs> well, never mind. Well, when will it go? When can I join your ranks? You can do it I now. I just heard it costs a lot, or it hurts a lot. Sorry. I don't think I don't think that's how it works. I I don't know if I can, so just never mind. Oh nah. man, you got so, me all charged up. You're making it hard for me. <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> Wait, you Sorry, guys are, that you guys you, are related. Oh, that's Not sick. Between the brothers. That's a yeah, <laughs> that's a Freud's boys kind of situation. <laughs> Jeez. So, um, Brian, what are your favorite games of all time? My favorite game ever is Metal Gear Solid. Um, uh, Metal Gear Solid Three. 
I think that's got to be my favorite game ever. Aside from that, obviously, Zelda, like, I remember playing Majora's Mask and really just being impressed with that game. Um, and I was I was always of the camp who believed that uh, that was better than than uh, Ocarina of Time. But that was just me. You like that better than Ocarina? Huh? I, I thought as a game it was much better. And I thought it had a better story. It was a lot more fun. It looked better. Yeah, I, really, I think that, that might be my favorite my favorite Zelda so far. Um, I think you're going to have someone agreeing with you here. Oh, who would agree with me? Is it Zach? Oh, it's Zach. Zach, yep. Zach wait, wait, wait. what are you Where wait, wait. are you? I'm here. I'm just, I'm listening intently. Fucking... <laughs> well, who else am I getting a cue from here? I, oh, I, I didn't know you were referring to me, but yeah. Jeez. What else would agree with you? You never shut up about, about Majora's Mask. I know. It is fucking awesome. Like, I cannot, like, I remember playing it as a kid and just being like, wow, this is a really good game. But then I went back to it and I finished it and all, and I was like, fuck, that was really heavy. Like, did you ever finish the Andrew and Kafi stories? Uh, I did everything. I got all 30 masks. I Fierce got deity. He's yeah, the Fierce Deity mask. I got to the moon and like traded all of them in. It. I remember like doing the one that took three days to get, the the, the one for the love story. And yeah, just yeah. Be, yeah, absolutely, just impressed by the the level of of depth they put into. Yeah, uh, I know. And like, but the tragic thing is, it's like. It's minutes is or seconds until the end of the world, and like you know they reunite finally, and you're just like, no, it can't end like this, and then it does. Yeah. And, but I remember being absolutely horrified. I'm trying to remember how old I was when that came out. Maybe about seven or eight, and see, and losing the or losing the game for the first time when the moon comes down. I was yeah horrified. Really feeling, really feeling like you had lost the game, like you didn't do it right. Yeah, exactly. Like, because you're like, oh, there's got to be like a gimmick, right? And there yeah. wasn't. It was a real slap in the face. It was like, hey, here you go. You fucked up. World ended. And like, you bared that. That, it was, it's like, that sucks. You've met, a, heavy. you've met a I've, terrible fate, haven't you? And I'm like, yes. Yes, I have. I, I loved all of the, all of the um, masks. And even though they didn't necessarily all do something, they definitely like... I mean, like, change, uh, do something in, in that they changed the way your character looked. Yeah. But they definitely did something, like, you know, looking for f fucking notes by put like by looking in a toilet and and having the pig snout on so that you could smell better. Yeah. <laughs> like, in a toilet. Of, yeah, that's what it was, and, and like just that kind of stuff was like really impressive. And then the journal that they had for you. Yeah. So that you could keep track of that stuff. As a kid, I didn't get what that stuff was for. I just thought like the world, the world of Zelda had gotten really dark, and that's one of the darker games up until Twilight Princess. Yeah, but, uh, I was I was super impressed by how the game played and how dark it was, and how um, just they they did a lot with with the masks, and I thought they they created a much better gameplay uh, and told a better story than Ocarina of Time. But I don't yeah. think it'll it'll ever get that credit. Of being a better game. Oh, I'm sure it's get it gets. I mean, it gets a lot of credit, and a lot of people go, "Oh yeah, it's severely underrated." But then you see how many people are saying that, and I Good. think it gets. I think it gets the credit that it deserves. However, like, I mean, Ocarina had that sense of raw adventure. It was wow, I'm adventuring through Hyrule, and I'm doing all this stuff. Meanwhile, 
Majora's Mask was very story oriented. I mean, as you said with the masks, every single mask in that game had a backstory. I remember getting the, uh, the stone mask and it was like, you had to put on the Eye of Truth and you just see this guy sitting there in a circle of rocks and you talk to him and you give him a health potion then eventually it turns out he's like, you know, a ghost and he gives you a stone mask and he's like, I'm never noticed. And then you just walk away and you can't really talk to him that much again. And yeah. that was, I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty intense. And then I remember, yeah. the, do you guys remember the marching mask as well? That was like the Cuckoo mask or the Bremen's mask, which was where you marched and all the animals would follow you. I remember yeah, that was cool. I, I remember the first thing I did was go to the Greyhound track. I'm like, I'm going to round up all these dogs. And so I did. I'm like, fuck yeah. I never got <laughs> And fuck so I, yeah. I spent like at least 45 minutes marching at that slow pace, like followed by 12 dogs around the track over and over and over just because I could. And I was fascinated that even though it wasn't part of the game, that I could still do it. Where my dog's at? Yeah. Woof, woof. Where the hood at? <laughs> Anyway. So, Brian, what are your other favorite games? Um, favorite games other than Metal... I mean, the Metal Gear series as a whole is one of the best best game series ever. So, I'm sh like... Go obscure you, with it, man. Go obscure? Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, how, I, I, how, <laughs> how, about, how about we come back to you and then you'll eventually have a revelation? I, I hope so, because I really, I really want to be able to deliver on this, uh, on this question, but I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that isn't like... You know, I, I guess I would say like Silent Hills, another one that I that I'm super uh, into because especially the first Silent Hill, that game it's terrifying, terrifying. Like it actually scared me as an adult. Yeah, right? or not as an adult, but as a 15 year old, as much as you can be scared to the point where like 15 year old out, cutie pie. Yeah, well, do, like being out in fog would like. I knew it wasn't real, but it would make me get in my own head about stuff. Yeah, dude, I gotta, I gotta upload this video I filmed where it was so super foggy night, and I was taking a bunch of merch, and it looked just like Silent Hill. And it, yeah. yeah, it was. I still think about that today, and I haven't played that game in fuck since I had a PS2 that worked. Yeah, so it, it was. Well, just... I, I have to say, I got that time travels DVD just recently. I opened oh. it up, and the and the fog crept out, and uh, it invaded my lungs, and then I woke up in a strange place. A strange place, brother. Yeah, and I had well. no foreskin. <laughs> yeah, so, so never mind. So never mind. But yeah, so I think going really obscure. I'm I'm trying to think of a game that I that I loved that's obscure. I mean, fighting games like King of Fighters and Smash Brothers. Like those games are like okay, kind of given. Everybody everybody knows about those games. Absolutely. Which is your uh, favorite King of Fighters? Uh, uh I really like. I want to say 2003, but I know that the best King of Fighters is 2002. Um, but 2001 was also an. I, I mean, I played them all. Um, but 2001 was one of my favorites just because it was. It, it had that whole like tiered system where you could choose. It kind of like um, not Marvel vs. Capcom. What game was it? Where they uh, where they had you could choose a character. Might have been Capcom vs. SNK. You could choose a character, and then you, uh, if they were like a boss character like Geese or M. Bison, they took up four stocks out of your four yeah. stocks. It did. It did the same thing, except for you had your choice of how how strong the characters were. So you could decide, okay, uh, I want my Keo or Terry Bogard to be super strong because I'm really good with him. 
So he would take little damage, build a super bar really fast. He would mm-hmm. get like the capability of having like five, five stock super bars and, and building them super quickly because it was just him on your whole team. So you needed somebody that strong. Getting technical fighting uh, game lingo. So yeah, no, I never got a, I got a, never got amongst two thousand one that much, just because I didn't like the fighting engine as much in it. I guess it was always two thousand two for me all the way. I mean, ninety eight's the fan favorite, sure, but. For me, because I had it on Dreamcast, and then I had it, well, I have it now on the Neo Geo AES and everything, you know, it's that's my favorite. Uh, but 2003, that's a bit of a black sheep. Not many people ever call out 2003. Love 2003. I mean, the introduction of, of like, Ash Crimson, a character who nobody, like, really cares about as a hero, and um, who else? Uh, I mean, yeah, Duolong, Shenmue is one of my favorite characters of the series. Like they really did something different with the with the whole concept of how the game was going to be played. Like they they gave you an antihero who ended up being the villain, and you really like the fact that he's like really effeminate. You don't like that he's French because nobody likes the French. But, um, <laughs> Shouts out all our French listeners, Canadian listeners. Oh, no. Hey, no. Yeah, parlez-vous français? No one likes you. Québécois. I speak French, fuckers. Oh no. Um, Honte à toi. No, je I mean, suis le grand fromage. Ah, oh, yeah. je suis la jumvi. Learn French with Muzzy. Oops. I I used to have that whole te- tape set. Oh, had, you had Muzzy? Yeah, you had yeah Muzzy. I had I had the full VHS set with books and everything. Oh damn! VHS. Uh, I don't know that anybody books. actually got those. <laughs> Yeah, I man, always I saw it. the commercials and I always made fun of that fucking muzzy. I'm a girl, is what she's saying. Is she? Yeah. I never knew that. I am a girl. Just was... I am unfi. One. But like, she was also a dog. On. She oh. was, because women are bitches. Oh, That's right. not what I meant, but okay. I know. I know. Maybe we have some bitch listeners at home, though. That's okay. They know what they are. Oh, Shouts out on. to our bitches. Shouts out. Shouts out to white people. <laughs> <laughs> That is the first time we've had that shout out on the game. I podcast. love how Brian is just <laughs> Brian's just not white and he's he's just the perfect amount of not white to get away with some of the shit Brian says. <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, you'll I don't know if you if you notice, but I, I just changed my tagline from like something about I, I, when I started my Twitter, I was drunk and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start a Twitter. Fuck it. So I started the Twitter, and it was it. I was making fun of my other friends' Twitter. Mm-hmm. He he talked about like approaching life obstacles hard, like not with an erection, but like with a very stern approach. Yeah. Not Howard Stern, but like you know, like a, a solid rock. Mm-hmm. So I made and and he would talk about how life is fiction because he was reading some like Descartes or I yeah don't know. yeah some sure fucking some, existentialist fucking yeah depressing Kant. ass I think it was Kant if I'm not Immanuel Kant someone on heroin yeah and um or opiates and so I I just said that like my life is fiction or whatever and uh, and and did all that and I just re- recently changed that to bring it back to what the hell I was talking about oh you can't write it you have to pick it up um he's trying to jump on a baby Yoshi I don't know. <laughs> Uh, complete tangent. Sorry, guys. Anyways, he... I just changed it to not... Just not white enough to say the N-word. That is now my new description on Twitter. That pretty much sums <laughs> you up. You're just not white enough. Yeah. Because if what I... Are, so, what, what are you? I'm Lebanese, which is Middle Eastern. Technically, geographically, that's Asian. Um, North or South? My dad is from, like, 
Central, I think it's Central. It's a place called Bergen, which means two nice. towers because there are two mountains. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my mom is from a place called uh, Bethrun. I don't know what that means at all, but I feel like it means bridge. I could be wrong. Um, I'm just making shit up here. Uh, Brian, do you have any uh, message for our Arabic-speaking audience? Uh, I want to. I want to say something inspirational, but all I can think of is, is swear words is in swear Arabic. Words. <laughs> so, kol khara. That means you "fuck you, you son of a bitch, eat shit." Ishnala. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Ish, don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. that's that's Borat or no, that's Bruno, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bruno, I thought was a better, um, uh, better IP than, not to sound gay, but a better IP than. Uh, uh, you like that character better than Borat? Better than Borat, yeah, definitely. Oh man, uh, the movie, know. the movie, not so much, but in the actual TV series of Ali G, the Bruno sections were funny. Yeah, it's so funny. heavy, but it, it's so heavy, but it's so light. My favorite. I, you know what? I would say that too. I like that character better. the The popularity of that first movie was just insane, though, man. So it's, yeah, it was hard. Ali G in the house. It no, not that. No. That one. Uh, yeah, that one was pretty about bad. That. People forget about that. Um, uh, Jake. I, I actually. I, I, I saw that early on before I even knew what yeah, uh, Ali G See, was. I, I remember getting into Ali wow. G. Wow. I bet. I bet you didn't get it at all, did you? Oh, no. I downloaded something that I thought was some other. You know, movie, and it turned out to be that. And I watched it and did not understand that it was like a character, and didn't get like anything. I had no idea half of the references. Uh, it wasn't until I saw his HBO show like years later that I figured out like, oh, that's what that fucking dumb movie was. You know, do you know? And it I'm... was it's so different than like than the, the way he did Bruno, yeah. and uh, I didn't see his latest. He one. actually. Absolutely as a real like he did it as a real movie but yeah then he tried to do like the outside of, of like he would try to do that break the fourth wall or whatever um thing with it and i and i just thought it wasn't i don't think it it was it was like it was a character movie like the dictator which the dictator see, was a very very shitty movie but i didn't see the dictator yeah. i heard it was not so don't don't see it no that's all i can say really i saw it at the cinema and there were there were funny jokes but there was no movie to hold it together at all it was no a shame that's kind of how the Ollie G. I think just for me, I, I think I prefer Bruno over um, Borat because of I think just the sh shocking interactions between him and his fucking oh, like yes. servant I guy think, Hans. Yeah. I, I just I also Heinrich was that his name? I forget. Hi, yeah, it was something like that. But what what I loved about it was um, was I really thought that like um, that Bruno pushed to a much more like provocative place because he was going to like these Arab countries and talking and oh, yeah. like, dressing that... like really gay and, and <laughs> where's King Osama and like and like the stuff he was saying like the, the person he was speaking to in Lebanon was an actual Le like he's a leader of a terrorist group like he's not mm. some he runs his own sect of like Hamas yeah, right? it's, it's not just some like dude who was like you know, a politician or or like a, 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 a minister of some agriculture or something or, or public affairs. And he was like out and he out was, a terrorist. He was a terrorist. Yeah. He's a man who does not care if he kills. And he was straight up in that guy's face telling him that his king was a 
was a like a, a, a sissy and a gay and like and that like that shit doesn't fly at all in those countries I mean, like I mean, that's like the worst offense is to be emasculated oh yeah and and especially yeah. to be called gay like yeah it's it's like i mean you would kill somebody for it mm-hmm. and and when he tell when he's speaking to him like they they translate it a little lighter than it actually is but he he says something to the effect when when he uh Oh, you when, can understand what he, he said. Yeah, I can completely understand what he says. Oh man! When, when he threatens um, Bruno, he's like, "Yeah, come over here, and I'll show you what it means to be like." I, I forget the phrase that uh, Bruno had used, but he turned it around on him, and he and it wasn't like a "haha, yeah, you know, you're you think you're funny now, and you're talking now, but if we got like you know closer, I'd kick your ass." It's it's like he's really hitting a limit here, and and <laughs> that just really impressed me. He uh, he went on Howard Stern. Uh, he's been on a few times, but in one of the interviews, he talked in depth about that scenario with mm. the uh, with filming with the Hamas guy. Mm. And actually, I don't know if he was actual Hamas, but the, what the terrorist guy? Yeah, he was just some. I forget. He might have been part of Hezbollah, but I'm not entirely sure. He uh, there was another guy I think that they had lined up that was even more of a badass dude. But that was that situation got like too sketchy, and they yeah. the, this guy was like a second place dude, and I can't imagine that he was prepared to go in for what the fucking first choice was. Uh, yeah. it, that guy, the fucking second place was terrifying. I mean, he man, he manned the fuck up when he went in there and, and tried to like talk to that guy about, about, well, even him out on the street touching women. Yeah. Didn't he, didn't he like touch a woman's shoulder and she freaked the fuck hey, out? That's the other thing. Like, Cause you do not do that in that country. Mm. Yeah. There was that other scene as well where he's, 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 he's dressed in sort of a, Hasidic outfit that he's altered somewhat, we'll say. Oh, Walking yeah. through a really hardcore Hasidic neighborhood. Yeah. They just want to kill him. Yeah. yeah they're, they're chasing him, not like, oh, get out of here, you freaking leper. It's like, hey, if we if we catch you, you're so dead. It's yeah. not even fun. Yeah, no, that was that was fallen. But for me, the, my favorite Sasha Baron Cohen thing is always going to be the Ali G show and the Borat segments on the uh, Ali G show. <laughs> me too. See, I I liked Borat more on the uh, on the Ali G show than mm. um than the movie. Absolutely. I, at first, when I started watching the Ali G show, I didn't know that it was the same guy because yeah. he really like his makeup really like looked totally different when he when he was Ali G. You couldn't even see his face when he was Borat. He played it up. S- Sorry, so well that it was it was really impressive, and then like as Bruno, it was just him normally, and but it was really like it was weird. And then one one episode, I remember just kind of like like two or three episodes in, I just remember looking at it and going, oh, "That's the same person." Yeah. <laughs> oh, now, dude, now I'd like absolutely respect what this guy is doing. It's and you know for our younger listeners out there that maybe have never heard of the Ali G show, I'm sure you've heard of Bruno and Barat or whatever. But if you haven't seen his his HBO show, I think you can get the first two Netflix. seasons on DVD. Well, I know it's on Amazon. Ali G in the USI. That was that was good. I like that show yeah. as well. That was that was uh, that was like what we got over here before the movies and Do you some remember? of those interviews. God damn the Butros Butros Gali oh, interview. So Butros 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 Gali. I mean, I a lot yeah. of quotes still today uh, come out of us like all the time from that from that show, the HBO one. And you know, Seth Rogen was a fucking writer on that. Oh, he was. He was. was him, he? him and another guy wrote on that show, the HBO show. 
and I want to say he was like 21, 22. Yeah, because Seth Rogen was young. Yeah. I mean, he wrote a lot of those bits. Wow. That's pretty cool. I did not, I did Crazy. not know that at Small all. Small world, man. Wow. We got on a, we got wow. on a fucking Ollie tangent. How was it? Respect. But, but, but Respect. To end this tangent, do you, can anyone guess what was my first exposure to Ollie G? Like, for, first seeing him ever. The Throw the Jew Down the Well song? No. No, that, that was, that was from already knowing who he was. <laughs> But I love that song. It was uh, that Madonna video. Oh, music. yeah. She had, like, decided to feature Ollie G in that. Yeah, Ollie G drove a limo. Yeah, he was the limo driver. For her in her music video. In and her he, shitty was the DJ. Wow. he was the DJ in that video. Yeah. yeah, no, I remember. I remember. I hated that song. Ugh. Oh, I that was, it. that was just after um, uh, the movie uh, In the House came out. Oh. Uh, uh, promotion. There you go. She spotted him early. <laughs> So how did we get on that tangent? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> that was weird. We were uh, talking about favorite games. I I, ha I can throw some names and stuff out there. Yeah, man, just throw some of those Ds out there. Some A, B, Ds, and Cs. Um, well, I mean, as everyone knows, like I am an, uh, you know, fanatic for the Resident Evil franchise, but yes. also uh, Metal Gear Solid as well as Brian. I mean, these are pretty common, I guess. But uh, there is a game series that ended on the PS2. It started on the PS1. It was Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. Good game. That is probably my favorite story-based action-adventure game like ever. The, the franchise in general. Okay. There was uh, Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver, Soul Reaver 2, and then uh, Legacy of Kane Defiance, which merged the Soul Reaver storyline with a character named Raziel. And uh, the Kane storyline, because there was also Legacy of Kane, Blood Omen, and yeah. Blood Omen 2. So both of these, it was really cool how it worked. I preferred the Soul Reaver franchise, but both both of the franchises had a game, a sequel, and then the culmination and, and finale. I mean, it, it was a hard the end. It was not a to be continued. Was they both merged and had their own... Or they had one unified game that bounced between the two storylines oh. of both characters. It was fucking so awesome. And these two characters just weren't enemies of each other. Yeah. It's you in Blood Omen, you're playing as Kane, the bad guy. In Soul Reaver, you're playing as Raziel, the good guy. From depending on which perspective you're looking at it though, you know, Kane's the hero of his own game, yeah. but he's the villain in, in Raziel's game. For those games to come out, PS1 games, the first Blood Omen wasn't that good. No. Soul Reaver was great. Soul yes. Reaver 2 was great. Blood Omen 2 was kind of shitty. Yeah. But the culmination where, of... Where did those games come out on? Because those are ones that I missed, but were they, were they PS1? Were they N64? Uh, were they... Blood Omen? <laughs> Legacy of Kane Blood Omen was an, an early PS1 uh, title. It was a top-down, like... And it was... Yeah, yeah. And it was not that well-received... But they made a spin-off kind of sequel that mm -hmm. was like 3D action adventure, P classic PS1 action adventure kind of thing. Um, and that was midway through the PS1's life. And I remember that game got delayed months after months after months. I remember going into GameStop, constantly checking on my reserve, and it would be, oh no, that got delayed another month. I mean, that game must have gotten delayed like six times. Finally, it came out, and it was it was it was something that really showcased at the time. I believe the like the polygonal tech that the PlayStation had to offer oh, yeah. for action adventure games. 
the sequels to both games came out on the PS2. Legacy Kane Soul Reaver 2 and then Blood Omen 2, I believe was the order. And then and then the final late into the PS2 life or maybe midway through PS2's life, uh Legacy of Kane Defiance, which was this fifth game that merged both storylines in such a such an epic way because you're playing both main characters up until the culmination of the final battle where you're facing off against each other. So Oh, I wonder how that plays out. Like how that, it's like, it's fucking amazing. It's awesome. So how do you how do you do you like switch in between the fight between the two characters? Um, I don't rightly remember. Okay. It's been a long fucking time. I remember a battle in a large room dodging a bunch of electric attacks from Kane as Raziel, but I don't remember how the gameplay panned out yeah. if it yeah if you switch back and forth. I remember. I think one of those, if not both, of the uh, Soul Reaver games came out on the Dreamcast. That's where I played. Yeah. I, I think I had maybe they got the ported. Dreamcast. Yeah. Oh, actually, I do remember seeing a lot of those on the Dreamcast back in the day. If uh, if someone was to approach this series now posthumously, because I don't think they're making any more of them. No. no. It, to. And that was the where, where would be the I'd, Where I, would be the best I, place to sort of shoot for? I would get uh, PS1 Classics on the PlayStation Network. Soul Reaver is out. And uh, I play it on my Vita uh, quite often, actually. Oh yes. And that's great if you. I mean, if you can handle PS1 graphics, it's uh, it's great. It's it's like seven bucks, I think. Yeah. And then uh, Soul Reaver 2, you'd probably have to get at some used game bin, because that's a PS2 title. I don't know if that's in any yeah. downloadable format. But um, same with Defiance. That's another PS2 game. But I bet you could find them on eBay. I bet you could find them uh, at your local garage sales or thrift stores. Mm. That's what That's we call them. Yeah. Give it, given, a, given a bit of an international spin here. International spin. Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah, that's uh, that's a franchise that, that I, don't, I think not too many people remember just because it, it had a it had a finite game. It had a, it yeah, had a hard exactly. ending. A lot yeah. of games don't do that, you know? A lot of games always leave it open-ended for a sequel. There's been no talk of a sequel no. <laughs> ever, and, and it was a hard the end. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play it. I don't want to play it. It'd be cool. I don't mind reboots, especially in gaming. Um, I don't mind revisiting that uh, IP because it it, it was a uh, it was a type of story that was very noir and gothic, and you know it's classic vampire-y, you know evil Lovecraftian themes working in the mysterious background it was it was all these vampire clans who had uh, started evolving in different ways uh from each other and and they had started warring and where they were once brothers they are now like kind of feuding with each other and yes. story of revenge and betrayal and it's it was cool. pretty cool very cool very cool well, thank you very much for that garrett i've i've not i do i've i know nothing about that game and now i do good you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's it's just one. Of, it's one of those series that I've never gotten around to. I've never gotten around to Devil May Cry either. Um, but yeah, Legacy of Cain is just one of those yeah, I just know nothing about. Yeah, yeah. You can skip uh, the Devil May Cry series. I don't think you're missing out by not playing this. Yeah, some yeah. people love them though, man. I used to love it when I was a kid, and then I I, I think I might have mentioned this when when we were here uh, last time that I got the. Um, I got the demo for the new Devil May Cry game. It's oh, with a uh, young Dante. Yeah, and and it was cool. Like you know, hey, Devil May Cry, here we are again. That's it's. He's got a different haircut. 
<laughs> How dare you? No, no, the problem is, is he looks like the fucking guy who's, um, taken over that shit. Hold on, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, I don't know, but the new guy behind it is like, fuck it, model it after me. And they look exactly their like. Oh, really? It's the, it's the, the, it's the developer? The, yeah, it's the biggest self-insert I have ever seen. Oh, that sucks. I didn't- I have not heard that. Mm. But I'll I try just, and find his I, name, hold on. I just find it funny that people got so up in arms, like, over- over it, and it was just because of the haircut. Yeah, no, it was, uh, that- that wasn't my- my biggest problem with it. I think my biggest problem with it was- I thought he looked cool. Yeah, I- I- I'm all, <laughs> I'm all for changing the character. Hey, I'm into- I'm into whatever that look is, I guess, so. Yeah. Ah, his name is Tamin Antoniades. And he's the chief of design slash art on the project. Ah. There you go. Well, you have to put a picture of this. Maybe he modeled himself after uh, the character. Maybe yeah. he. Maybe the the artwork was done. The concept art was in, and he's like, Let's "Fuck it, yo." He's what is his name? Is he French? Uh, to me, sounds that sounds either French or Italian. I'd say. To me, so look out for the video version of uh, episode 22. It's just going to be a black screen for two hours, apart from one image of this game developer. <laughs> it will be up on the Facebook wall. So just have a gaze at that, guys, and you will see. Have a gaze at him. There you go. So, Zach, what are your favorite video games of all time? Wow, um, that's difficult. I mean, I really, like, as Ryan said, I really enjoy Majora's Mask. That was really cool, uh, for the reasons stated before. Um, it's gonna sound super casual, but I really liked The Sims. It's ah. just, it's a constant concept where I get to play God, and that's, that's really all I've ever asked for in a game. <laughs> if I can, if I can feel all-powerful and be all-powerful, I am completely cool with that. Another series that I've been into, or just a game in general, let me have a think. There's the obvious Pokemon. I mean, I still buy Pokemon to this day. Besides, did, did you black get black or black or white too? Um, I've yet to get those, but I don't know. I mean, it's the first time a Pokemon game's even like kind of been, hey, we'll stick a two on it and you'll buy it. I'm like, uh. Yeah, that I was kind of hard. I hear, I hear good things, but you know, you're always going to hear good things about a Pokemon game. I mean, and everyone. See, I heard bad things, and I really liked. Bl I got uh, I got black. No, I got white, oh, but yeah. uh, I really enjoyed it. I was just, I was really put off by the fact that it's not a 3DS game. It's just a standard DS yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. was like, yeah. uh, hey, come on, at least give us, like, the 3DS, like, something a little more. I don't know how Nintendo always gets away with that, specifically Pokemon. Mm. Yeah. Oh, the next one will be, whatever that oh, might they be. Always seem, they always seem to lag on the, their generation, you know, and, and just fucking... That that game has not really changed much. No, and it it needs a fucking 3D RPG on a console. It, they I know what their reason is. I've heard them explain it before, but it just I don't I don't know. Make don't a fucking RPG. Come on, Game Freak. Yeah. What are you um, What are you doing? How many it, years has it been? Fuck it. Make it online. Do it. Everyone wants it. Everyone wants to battle each other. Just. Fucking go for it! Yeah, well, there is a fan. Oh, there's fan. There is a fan made. Yeah, there's a fan made sort of Pokemon Red and Blue, MMO, isn't oh. there? Yeah. Uh, join, uh, join Ash and his friends in Johto region, or what? Zach was that Johto? No, that was the. Was Johto the first uh, game? Can, no, that was Kanto. Kanto. Oh, Kanto yeah. region. Yeah, Kanto region. You're right. Fuck. Did I'm you play that, Zach? The street cred. Which, play what? The the uh, the fan made MMO. I played a bunch of the fan made MMOs. I mean, I remember the one. There was one that I played that. 
it was so slow. It took like, not only because I had shitty internet, because the servers were constantly clogged as well, where you pretty much moved space by space. And the Ugh. people with the faster uh. internet would move spaces faster, and they'd battle oh. you. And then you'd have to, and then your connection would drop out because you, the server would just go, whoop, fuck, can't deal with this. And they'd be like, oh, sweet, I won. And it's like, ah, uh, yeah. that's lame. Zach, hmm? do you yeah. have a fan made fanfic for fans? Um, <laughs> and boys and girls alike? Of Pokemon. Can boys yes. and girls listen at home? But I've already got a fanfic for- Zach, don't be rude. Answer Garrett's question. What? What was it, Garrett? What was your question? Can- Please. can- I mean, the fanfics are usually kind of some serious stuff, but I- you recommend boys and girls at home to listen? Can um, boys and girls come out to play? Boys and girls come out to play if they're willing to grow up. I mean, okay. no more Peter Pan fantasies, no more Fisher-Price. Yeah, put your weeble wobble down. They don't fall No over. more. It's because no, they wobble, but they don't. No fall more down. goddamn babies and horses ending in Z. It's it's oh, time man. to grow up. It's time to play Halo Four with the big boys. Agreed. And you can do that. Yep. Go go to Facebook.com/slash/GameCallPodcast, and you'll look scroll through. You'll find my uh, username for Xbox Live. You add me, and we will play that Halo. We're playing lots find, of that Halo. Find that, that Halo. That was one of the smoothest segues ever. That was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was. That, that might be the, the most successful, sensible segue. It ever. makes the most sense. Can we start this episode with that segue out of context? <laughs> <laughs> Bazak. Yes? Can boys and girls listen to? Boys and girls can listen to. But only two boys and girls. Only two boys and girls can listen to. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. I like it. And, uh, uh, and here wait. comes the fanfic. The... I, I still don't get what fanfic you want me to do. Oh, do you have a fanfic for, uh, Pokemon. For, this, for the Pokemon? For the, po some... for the Pokemon? That means we're gonna have to churn out two fanfics this episode. That's... Wait, <laughs> two fanfics, my brother? Oh, he has uh -oh. one in reserve? What? Didn't... Are you saying this is part two? Backup fanfic? I'm saying it could be part two. Oh, uh -oh. shit. Now... Do you gentlemen remember what the last one was? The one. Um. It was uh, it was that Big Bang Theory. The laugh track itself, a self-aware entity. The hollow laughter boomed louder, as if it mocked Leonard's statement. It could never leave, as it was always there. As long as Leonard and Sheldon walked the earth, the laughter would always remain. This realization eating away at Leonard's mind at that exact moment. Leonard. Sheldon's whine continued as if it unwillingly ached from his body. The laughter had lasted an entire minute, and this epiphany had left Leonard shell-shocked, his body frozen in both fear and absolute feebleness. Leonard? Sheldon, we're going. Where are we going, Leonard? We're gonna go see Penny. Why would we do that? This needs to end now. Leonard, you're making as much sense as the Superman's Spider-Man fanfic I read. The, the laughter came with incredible intensity. Like thunder, it was sudden and provided no time for Leonard and Sheldon to brace for its arrival. The sheer force of the sonic boom ruptured the fabric of Sheldon's clothing, leaving his pathetic, fragile frame vulnerable to the uproar. <laughs> Leonard! His monotonous voice could not penetrate the sheer amount of noise echoing through the apartment. His cries were useless, and unable to hear Sheldon, Leonard left to find Penny. 
holding his hands to his ears as if his soul were trying to escape its flabby vessel. Alone, vulnerable, Sheldon cried at the scientific impossibilities of the situation. A genius in screenplay only, he was powerless. As the laughter grew to a deafening pitch, the walls shook, the doors locked, and now the denim of Sheldon's jeans began to groan with stress. All I wanted to do was play m m mario Like Hannibal the Cathy Bates, this only fueled laughter's passionate rage. The feast was perpetual. Sheldon's desperate yelps of mainstream nerd pop culture served only as an accelerant to the inferno that was the laughter. And with that, Sheldon's genes exploded from their host. He could feel it. He could feel the laughter entering his every orifice, and it was unpleasant. The laughter deafened Sheldon, and the shockwave rebounding off the walls closed his eyes and made his voice useless. Only the laughter would hear him. He had no eyes and no mouth, and he had to scream. The laughter's sheer girth tore through his body like a fangirl through seasons, and the ferocity as painful as the airtime the show received. Bazinga! As the laughter intensified to a climax, the final sonic boom encompassed the room, blowing Sheldon and the apartment into a chaotic mess. His last scream resonated throughout the newfound silence. However, the laughter had not been appeased. End. Stay tuned for part three. Part three. Is there a part three coming? Well, of course. I mean, there's still Leonard, there's still Leonard and Penny, and hell, we haven't even gotten into Howard and that other guy. It's remember the laughter. The laughter can only exist as long as they do. Wow. And Good job, sh- brother. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. I had to go now. My planet needs me. No! <laughs> Wait, what happened? Uh, How did I get here? Eric! Wait, what's going on? Guys. Wait, Martin? Martin's here? Whoa. What? What happened? I think... I think Chapter 2 was so powerful that it... I don't even... Well, I don't know. I don't know what happened. That's a crazy scenario to jump to, a rip in space-time, but I'm with you there. Zach, are you there? My sweet, my sweet brother, where are you? I was in the middle of doing sex, and now I'm Wait, is that, yeah. is that Eric? Eric just, Eric just showed up in the room with me and Brian, and he's nude. And I have Here. a big, and I have a big hard dick. Put a towel it's over like that. It's like a, it's like, would you guys Hold describe on. my big hard dick like a rock star? Anico Here, take camp? this towel from Wait, me. Wait, hang on, guys. Oh, Mom, Mom, where'd yeah. you come from? Uh, I don't know. I was in this, my bed. This is I really mean, confusing, guys. Everyone, check your foreskins. Make sure they're still there. Uh, no. We're, uh, we don't have foreskins. Never mind. Oh. Never mind. Oh, well, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. We don't have foreskin. Never mind. Can we keep talking about my big hard dick, though? Yeah, okay. Okay. It, would you guys... Because they're seeing it. I mean, yeah. Well, no, I put. I, I gave you that towel to put over. Right, yeah. but you can still see, like, it, it's girth... Like, it's girth... Yeah. How many it's girth like units? <laughs> how many girth units would you say? Four. Four girth four, units. Four girth units. It's like a... Guys, have you ever seen, like, a Native American teepee-style dwelling? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like, uh... It's a one-to-one scale. Yeah, it's like, you know, you could probably fit a family of three or four under that thing. That's a... That's impressive, Eric. Eric's, uh, Eric's saying, hey, how are you? Yep. Yeah. I just wonder what that girl's thinking. I got yeah. a, I got a big old dick? How? Well, wait. <laughs> you were, if you were doing sex and uh-huh. then got warped here, uh-huh. yeah, 
Did Zach get warped into bed with that girl you were staying with? Well, Zach has <laughs> guys. Zach has a girlfriend, so he better be yeah. careful. Remember, yeah. he's gonna get she's, in trouble. With she's his gonna be real upset. Girlfriend. Would he land directly inside her with like a flaccid penis? <laughs> because if you two swap places. Theoretically, if you think about right. the outline of that your body made up, uh -huh. now replace it with Zach's. Were you mid-stroke? I was. Oh, Zach. Zach is. Zach, Zach just his, cheated. Zach, Zach with his tiny flaccid. Zach, my brother, I hope you're okay. His tiny flaccid penis. Maybe she'll be, you know, cool with that. Zach, you'll be okay. Just push it in with your thumb. Yeah. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> oh man, like a oh, wet noodle. Oh, come oh, on. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? So how's it going, Eric? Uh, it's okay. I'm excited to be doing the podcast. Well, that's I good. I, I honestly, I looked forward to it all day. Oh, excellent. And here you are. Martin, yeah. Martin my, my, my good friend, how are you? I'm fine. I caught myself somewhat of a cold, and I'm sitting, well, not inside a really warm room at the moment. And it's minus 15 Celsius, for those of you out there who know how much that is. Oh, and my... <laughs> I'm freezing, but I'm here. Thoughts of video games will keep you warm. Yeah. Martin, yes. Martin, you have you have a glorious sight in front of you right now to 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 warm your heart at least. What is it? It's the uh, Donkey Kong Bongos for the uh, GameCube. Oh, yeah. that's sick. I love oh well, then yeah, then then never mind. You're gonna Donkey Konga all that cold away. Yeah, you man. All, hey, you took all that skin and put it on some bongos. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have force. Never mind. You guys are gross. <laughs> never mind. Just never mind, guys. Just never mind. God, so, thank you for that, Zach, wherever you may be now in the temporal folds of um, of the ether. Uh, I, ho I hope you come back to us one day, my sweet brother. Uh, we have been talking about what our favorite video games are uh, this episode, gents. Now, this, as I was saying before, this is something that we haven't really done explicitly yet. We've talked about what we grew up with and everything, but, um, uh, Eric, what are your yeah. favorite video games of all time, my friend? Of, of all time? Wow. Of all um, time. Streets of Rage 2 is definitely up there as one of my favorites of all time. It made me, like, really, really love beat-em-ups and, and that kind of whole genre. Um, Street Fighter 2 for the Sega Genesis. Good choice. Yeah, that is definitely... Which, which edition? Uh, the one with... What was it? Hyper? The uh, one with DJ and Cammy and Feilong and T-Hop? Was that Super? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Super Street yep. Fighter 2. Turbo. Was it Tur Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo? That's the one yes, I played. I had, yeah. my, my Genesis mm -hmm. fighting game was Super Street Fighter Turbo... Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Championship Edition, I think, <laughs> was the full title. I, I mean, <laughs> crazy they, they title. Just, they just fucking and, ridiculous. And they're doing it even All now. Like it, yeah. they said they're not they said they're not gonna oversaturate the market again, and that's exactly what they're doing, and now nobody yeah. gives a shit. Um Can we can we make a very slight tangent from that that's still somehow incredibly video games related? Sure. Sure. Capcom Unity uh, later on this month, uh, which will be probably close to time of release of this podcast. Uh, around the 20-ish ith of December 2012, they are releasing Mega Man X Street Fighter. Yeah, we heard about this. This oh, is awesome. The, I watched the trailer and I made audible oh! noises. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't done that for a really really long time. This game's going to be free. 
It's going to be for the PC exclusively. Yeah. And you're going to be able to download it from the US Capcom Unity website. And it was developed by a fan, correct? Oh, was it? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, it was fan it was fan created. It was wow. a fan-based project wow. that they had started and I think Capcom caught wind of it and instead of squashing it like, "Hey, this is our IP," they said, "You guys are doing something awesome. Can we help you get this as like a free like can we get this released on a massive scale? And that's the way to handle yeah. stuff like that. Unlike yeah. certain other companies, <coughs> Square oh. Enix. Oh, Capcom, Capcom Unity, Jaw bless you, I say. Yes. <laughs> May Jaw, the creator, bless you in many ways. You have not been blessed before. Lot of mercy. Yep. But Holla. no, it's, it's going to be free, and it is the way around that you would hope it would be. But I couldn't even fathom. I mean, when I first heard it, I thought... Okay, they kind of did that with Street Fighter X Tekken with the uh, the US artwork version of Mega Man, which is this big fat guy yeah. in, a, in a Mega Man suit, which was really funny in Tekken. Which um, was, do you know that was originally for that, uh, that scrapped Mega Man universe game? Oh, was it? Yeah, there was, is that, am I correct on the name of it? It was Mega Man Universe, right guys? Do you oh, remember no that? Idea. We saw that, it at There's a couple of scripts, yeah. We th we saw it at E3 a couple of years ago. It was uh, there was a really cool claymation trailer that got put out for it. But of all the different character choices, old uh, box art Mega Man was one of them. And and that was the first time they had shown that to the public. Unfortunately, that game never came out. So huh. I, I was glad to see it put in the uh, the fighting the, game. Yeah, just yeah. like with every his... other new Mega Man game that was announced. Yeah, with his, uh, with his gut hanging out and everything. Yeah, Le Legends Three that kind of went the way of the the something, the dinosaur of some description. Um, but yeah, no, it, uh, I didn't. I didn't even think when I first heard this title that it would be an 8-bit Mega Man game with Street Fighter bosses, but that's exactly that's what awesome. it is. And, and doesn't it seem like it would lend itself to, oh, you have the original 8 World Warriors as the bosses. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. yeah. It's oh. not 8? It's No, it's 8. You still have, because it's 8, because it's 8 bosses in Mega Man and then one final boss, But right? it's, it's not the... But it's not the, it's, it's, it's not the original World Warriors. It's like Fan Ra favorites? Ryu... In, in uh, like Chun Li and shit like that, but then I I'm pretty sure like Relento. What? And Rose. <laughs> oh come on! All right. Aww. Yeah. Now we're okay. now we're 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 that's someone from like, from like Alpha and shit. Okay, that's weird. I that feels like someone higher up at Capcom just really likes Relento. Yeah. And he's like, hey man, I'm making an executive decision. I, I mean maybe. Savasu Savasu. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're basing it off Alpha, but like. I don't know that Relento's in it. Is Bison is. the main villain? I would I would assume, but I have no idea. Or Akuma. I I don't know. That's a can good anyone, can anyone here do a Vega impression? Ah, yeah, that's all. <laughs> it sounds like nope. a girl, right? <laughs> Short answer, no. No. <laughs> it kind of sounds like Toasty, but not quite. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Eric, what are your other favorite games? Uh... You know, me and Brian had a little conversation about this the other day, too, and uh, we were saying sequels that disappointed you from original games that you loved, uh, because we were talking about Assassin's Creed 3, which is a giant oh. disappointment. Uh, mm -hmm. But what got us talking, where we went with that was one of my favorite games of all time is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1. Really? I, I, <laughs> lo I love that game. I've beaten it seven or eight times, all the way through. 
I that's mean, the all, that's the beat 'em up, right? Like the hack and slash. It, kind of it is. It is. It is the dungeon crawling Marvel game where you awesome. level up your characters. Did you unlock Blade? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he unlocked it. Uh, everyone. Wesley I, Snipes was in I, that I game. I mean, I, I love that game. I love beat 'em up dungeon crawler games, and it was a Marvel property. Okay. Oh, okay. Also, you get to unlock costumes. Oh, awesome. Oh, okay, and you get to like have different moves and create your team the way you want it. Okay, you can give your team a name and a symbol. This is fucking fantastic. Yeah, and I remember they had multiple costumes. They had because I had I had everyone had four costumes. The costumes had different abilities. Yes. Oh god, and then I you forgot team, about that. And then you could team up like actual teams, and they gave you like bonuses. Like you can make like an X Men team. You can make Fantastic Four. They had new Avengers. Like and then all the DLC had like villains and you had God, like it was Venom and Magneto and was all this there, stuff. Was there was there combos fantastic. unique to characters like if you had Colossus and Wolverine could you that, do fastball special? That was in Marvel Ultimate Alliance two. Okay, because so I, I had both of them. When they showed stuff for Ultimate Alliance two, I'm like holy shit, that game is gonna be so awesome. I don't think I have ever been more disappointed with a video game than Aww. Marvel Ultimate Alliance two. I was so upset. I think everyone had two costumes. Uh, you only had four moves instead of like 12 that you could kind of like change and shift and be like, oh, I want to play like this. I want to play like that. It was just <laughs> like uh, everyone has four moves and two costumes and I, I don't know, just play it. It was like, oh, fuck. It looked so much better and played so much worse. It was so upset. Oh, oh bummer. <laughs> Fear, I was furious. I was so upset. And I beat it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Very oh, good. Marvel Very good. Alliance 1, one of my favorite games of all time. What did it come out on? Uh, I got it on 360. Did it come out? I don't know, PS2. Yeah, you, well, I mean, if you, I don't know that it ever came out on PS3. It might have, but it came out on PS2. And it, I mean, and it looks like a PS2 game. Both of them were on PS2, right? No, the, no. there was PS2, Xbox, and 360. Yep. They, that, that's, I think that's what it came out yeah. on. And then Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 was a next-gen game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right. And, and, I mean, Ultimate Alliance 1 looks like shit. It looks like a PS2 game. Yeah. And I played it on my 360 and I didn't care. Like, I don't care that it looks like shit. A I good love game's it. a good game, man. God damn, mm -hmm. it's so much fun. It is so much fun. I love it. I love that game. I can't... Uh, other other games that I love, that, like, I really, really dump time into... That I know I know there are others, but, like, really nothing else kind of, like, jumps out at me. And I know I'm going to, like, listen to this later and go, like, Ah, why didn't I say that? I mean, most of us have said a King of Fighter game already. Oh, I, I mean, definitely King of Fighters. King of Fighters 2002 is the best, but my favorite my favorite king of fighters game really might be like 11 what do you think 2003 i don't think that 11 uh, wait 11 11 was the one with giant sprites oh no wait no that's 12 no that's 12, that's 12. Oh, yeah. 11 was a did they release an 11 i don't think they released an 11 they did oh, there is there is there's definitely an 11 2003 was oh. the one with tzok oh, 11 11's the one with gaitendo Yes. Yeah, that one was awesome. You know what? I forgot that about game, that That one. game is so good. That, we, I, God, that game is incredible. We had a friend. I mean, you had so many different, like, weird, like, non-King of Fighters characters in that game. And you could be this guy, Guy Tendo from Baka... What the fuck was it called? World Heroes? No, what the fuck no, was it? I'm pretty that? sure it was called World... The English version was called World Heroes, but it was called... I'm sorry. Baku, uh, Sensigen. Okay, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's probably yeah, World Heroes, it's yeah. It's something like that. But in, or Ga like, Gal Kaiser or something like that. Yeah, in, and so this character doesn't play like any King of Fighters character ever, and he was just a void. So our friend Arthur would play as Guy, and all you would try to do is get in and try to punch him, and he'd do this like little dodge back, and every time he dodged back, you went, eh. 
Fuck that noise. Fuck that stupid little noise, because that meant you whiffed an attack and you're about to get opened up on. It's bullshit. It's I like that fucking <laughs> mid-level boss in SNK versus Capcom. S -S -S SVC Chaos. Are you talking about Gonets? Yeah. yeah. With Fuck his fucking... Darkness. With his Fuck. darkness... He keeps spamming that darkness move. Yep. He, he has, he has like, his little snap fingers tornado. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that fucking thing. Yep. Hated it. Yep. Well, I, I also hated the game. Yeah. <laughs> See, I always like... You I'm love it. terrible at fighting games, but the appeal of... SVC Chaos, like, really enticing. Of course. Me. And well, I hate to hear that it's just it sucked broken. because it was unbalanced. Yeah. I love oh, that game. Unbalanced, though, so fucking bad. That's all I hear is, like, how broken it is, yet I've searched for uh, MVS cartridge for that, like, forever. Oh, I Good mean, I, at my old house, we had the arcade machine. Yeah. And we would all get fucked up, and we'd and play, play that it. game. There would be parties at my house, and people would come over and be like, oh, who wants to play this arcade game against me? I'm like, uh, I mean... Okay, yeah, let's do it. And I just run the fucking table, no one yep. will touch me. After talking to you guys about MBS and, and uh, the King of Fighters series, that game that I got you for your birthday. 2002, yeah. Yeah, now, now that I'm like... Did you get that working? Or? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It works, cleaned it up, and we got new buttons for the machine and everything. I, I, put, awesome. I put all new buttons yeah. in, and... Uh, I played, I it, play I played it the other day. Yeah. The only yeah. thing we, we gotta try to do is fix that... Uh, V-hold and get the screen. Yeah, but it's a little yeah. cut off the on the left. The screen's a little cut off on one side. It's kind of a bummer, but whatever. Cool. Yeah, once you figure out that one, like the two boards inside, one's for sound, one's for visuals, that helps a lot with cleaning and sorting out bugs and everything. Sure. Yeah. Damn. I kind of want one of those cabinets now. Yeah, but where, where are you going to put Like, that's the thing. It's like, it's no. so cool, but where are you going to put it? Yeah, I mean, in my house, I would have to put it in the backyard or something, and then... <laughs> I mean, they're built of wood. They'll totally. I have like. A, yeah, you have a you know, patio. I have a, I have a covered patio, so it'd be cool to just throw a tarp over it, like a grill or something. But um, no, I'm thinking about just getting a cabinet and then like building it with like a, an a, emulator and L an LCD screen. Like, yeah, that'd be a fun project. Just yeah, just because I don't like like I play those games and it's all like this ugly ass CRT, and I'm like. Oh man, I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> oh man, they're, they're, I, I think they're better on a proper CRT that's that's tuned properly and everything. Well, maybe I'll go that route. I'm sure it's it'll be cheaper, and I'm pretty lazy, so that sounds like uh, the route I would go. Because that's the appeal, though, of the of the hardcore like MBS guys is that yeah. CRT, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, but... you got it in that native resolution, man. It's just such a low resolution. If you blow it up, it looks like. One, one it, you get, you get, you, often you get like a half second input lag, which doesn't sound like much, but if you're playing, yeah, you'll you'll notice it if you notice if you're playing, yeah. yeah. That but happens have you, tried, yeah. have you games? Have you tried playing games on Xbox Live Arcade? Ooh. You should try that instead of CRT stuff because mm -hmm. it's better. Nah. nah. <laughs> I was. I'll, I'll just I'll just open up my home copy of SVC Chaos and play that. Let's see. <laughs> I, mm. I was inspired by you, Jake. We were I was listening to an old episode, one of like the first ones of Gaming Cult that we recorded, and you were talking about how you would set up a little classic gaming corner. Or no, I think it was a, an old uh, computer station in your apartment. With a Commodore 64, yeah. That thing <laughs> lasted once I got it set up a grand total of thirty minutes before I broke the power button on that thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just by turning it on. Yep. The Commodore you don't if know the on strength. If guys and girls out there, if you're gonna get a Commodore 64, which I probably don't recommend at this point, but don't get the C model because it's cost. The C is for cost reduced. 
Yeah, yeah, guys, if you're gonna get a Commodore 64, spend the money for yeah, a proper Don't Commodore get the cost-reduced Yeah, jeez, ugh. But Who do you uh, think you are, Jake? Ugh. I was inspired exactly. by that story, and I, I have an old CRT that I bought from off Craigslist uh, when I moved into this house that I put in the kitchen. And originally, I had a little uh, wireless transmitter sending the, the mm -hmm. signal from the television uh, into the kitchen, and... I never use it though. Like I, I imagine, well, when I eat breakfast and this and that. Well, here's the thing: I never fucking eat breakfast. <laughs> I, never, I never really sit down and eat any food in my dining room and my nah, kitchen table. Never. So it gets unused. So I thought, well, I've got you know, old NES, old Genesis, old Super Nintendo. I was like, I should turn it into like an 8-bit, 16-bit setup. Oh, that'd be cool. So that's what uh, that's that's my goal for that area really? of the kitchen. Oh, that's yeah. Sick. And then, oh, yeah. and just have those on, because there's nothing in that bookshelf nah. that it sits in. Oh, that's where your cat just throws up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my Super Nintendo now. <laughs> Dude, my house is about to get a lot cooler. I didn't think it was possible. Excited. Yeah, there, there's there's only a, a six and a half foot tall mannequin of Raiden from a game that's not even out yet. And most <laughs> uh, Illuminados. Shouts out to Kojima. Oh. I've only seen that thing on video, but I fucking love that thing that you made in that coffin, dude. Oh, thank you. Hey, yeah. hey, Jake, I fucking hate it. I love that. <laughs> hey, I hate that it's in the house. Because I know Garrett. Put it, put it out back, like Brian's Neo Geo machine. No way, yeah. man. That thing watches over our kitchen entrance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, watches me every time I go to get a glass of fucking water at 2 in the morning. Protects you. Fuck that shit. He goes, Well, then, well, then, well, then, stop! <laughs> I had a friend, uh, or Eric and I had a had a classmate when we went to community college together. His name was uh, his name doesn't matter, but he lived in Mexico, <laughs> and oh, yeah. uh, he had he was one of those in San Diego. It, you have two types of uh, Mexicans, Mexicans who just got two types. Their... Can you can you tell this story in a redneck accent? Okay. So in San Diego, you got yourself two types of Mexicans. Wait, wait, hold on. Right? <laughs> you, you dark enough to tell this story? I am just not white enough to tell this story. Okay. So you got you got two major types of Mexicans. I'll tell you what. You got the one, them wetbacks come over oh the border. My God. Oh, Holy shit. Shut up. From our hard-working American man. Brian is playing a character. You're currently a lakeside resident, I assume. Oh, my God. Yep. Shouts out all our Brazilian listeners, all our Mexican listeners. What up? Shouts out. I'm, I'm just going to say, hey, I have no problem with you Mexicans as long as you don't come into our country and steal our American jobs. And then you have the second Lots of, lots of love, Lebanon. <laughs> the second type of Mexicans who actually still live in Mexico, thank God, letting Americans, you know, have a house to live in, you know oh what I'm saying? God. Stealing the government money. But anyway, I digress. But you have the kind that still live in Mexico, because you can get a 25-acre house, $3 million in America, but over there is like two pesos, I don't know. And those people will come over and learn because the education's better. That's the end of that. I'm gonna speak in a normal accent. We had a friend Victor who was from like central or south Mexico. Yeah. And uh, he looked white. Yeah. And he came over here to go to school. <clears throat> yep. But he had like a sound system in his room that like you could hear throughout the entire house. And he said his mom would get mad at him because he would play it so loud and it would just be cussing in Spanish. <laughs> that's, that's why I told this story. Word this. I tell you what, man, I know I've said it before, but one day all of us were gonna have to go to Mexico. It's gonna happen. 
love to go. I haven't been to Mexico since, I don't know, the drug cartels started hanging people from bridges yeah. and freeway well, underpasses. Stuffing them in oil drums. Yeah, that was that's kind of where it started, I guess. They uh they kidnap us white folks now when we go down there. Yep, all of us white folks, guys. <laughs> the the drug cartels are, are are running like mad game right up to the fucking American border in, in Arizona, Texas, yeah, right and and uh, California. <laughs> right up to never crosses. Well, yeah, exactly. That's a problem, too. They, they don't want to break laws. Remember, they found a couple They found a couple kids in a van in National City that had gotten dro- driven yeah. up, and there yeah. was fucking blood leaking out of the back of the van. Mm-hmm. That's how they figured out, oh, what's going on? And they opened it up. It was some kids that had gone missing. Oh. They, were, they went down to Tijuana to go to a couple clubs. And uh, they found him about a week later. Nice. It, it, it is, but hopefully it gets better, and then we shall go. There's has, a little place called Adelita's we should visit. $10 uh, lobster is all I know. Well, there's some kind of snapper, but it ain't lobster. Oh! Oh! Shoot. I still like our rods. Fuck it. If you like the lobster, you're going to love the crabs. <laughs> God, that's a good joke. High five and all over the world humor it's it's it is well known in southern california that in tj there is a very famous whorehouse called adelita's Mm -hmm. that you can basically go get a prostitute for i want to say under 30 or 40 dollars like 20 yeah (laughs) and uh and it is a very well-known location yep also there's a donkey that they painted like a zebra yes Yes. just one and everyone's The donkey put on a show with a young lady. No. That's a different no, donkey. No, 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 that, uh, that's enough. <laughs> hey, excuse me, Martin said that's enough? That is enough, Martin. But that, that is, is that, that's enough. Martin, that is... what are your favorite video games? Um, Shenmue 1 and 2, for well, obvious reasons. I mean, I think the first couple of episodes, or like, we did dedicated one entire episode to, like, talking Shenmue, didn't we? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um... And then Final Fantasy seven, uh, ten, and uh, Chrono Trigger. Ten? Wow. You know, yeah. ten was a good game. I never played it ten. Was not, I, I, the the, was the battle system in ten was really cool. Every sing, I've played every single Final Fantasy game except for whatever reason I skipped ten. How do you how do you reconcile Why? with that story, Martin? I you what? know what? It be it was the first one that I think did it have voice actors? Yes. Yeah. And I, I remember being, for whatever reason, my ignorant teenage self was like, this is the first one on PS2, but they gave all the characters voices. I like creating the voices for the characters in my own head. <laughs> I, I don't I don't like I don't like this. Some, and some about the volleyball game that they play in the water. Blitzball. Yeah, I was I was like I was like kind of turned off, and then I just never got around to playing it. I mean, I loved nine and I loved eleven. That, I played online. I played eleven. That fight system. You really- liked Final Fantasy eleven? Well, at the time, I look back <laughs> on it. Did anyone like Final Fantasy eleven? I know people I would- that played it for thousands of hours. I was hooking up a hard drive and connecting to the internet for the first time on my PS2. It, it, it could have been fucking brick out, and I was stoked as fuck. <laughs> I was just that technology, you know what I mean? It's a very poor MMORPG, and that's my only foray into that format. Martin, you don't think you don't think the story for Ten is like really bad? Are you not confusing Ten with Ten Two? Oh, I, I I'm very I'm very certain on Ten and Ten Two. Ten Two is like ridiculous. It's I don't want to play service. I don't want to play Reek and guns and teen pop shit. I like Final Fantasy X is like 
it's all a dream or is it a dream, but we're all a dream and play Blitzball and here's a dream it's, that we're dreaming. It's kind of abstract. I think that's it's, why I like it. Uh, okay, I can, okay, I'll give you that. I can definitely see that, but like, man, I thought, I, I just remember playing that and going, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> like, especially the end, ending of that game, like, to me was such a, like, a bummer in like a yeah, letdown a that I was just like, ah, oh. like, it, it really hurt the rest, like, and I try not to let endings hurt the rest of the game, but man, I felt like it really, really hurt the rest of the game for me. Uh, ah, yeah. yet another scenario where Japanese and European melancholy rules supreme. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Martin, what else? Are those all your favorite vid games? <sighs> well, I'd have to say, uh, Zelda Green of Time and My Rest Mask as well. I like and how you Yora. Why? What was wrong with it? No, no, nothing's wrong with it. it just, I like. It just sounds way cooler than when we say it. Yeah. Sounds, it sounds like the proper pronunciation. All the Americans that I know say it, Majora's, which yeah. is just so lazy. Yeah. Well, our, our yeah, and the, uh, well, the first Zelda game, for obvious reasons as well. It's a game I hold very dearly, so. First Zelda. Oh, the oh, very, yes. very first Zelda? Yeah, uh, I'm with yeah the very, very first. The very first NES one? That's good choice, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. That one definitely holds a place. I, in my I heart never too. get tired of playing that too. I, Me neither. I, I never played it. I still haven't played that game entirely by myself. But this is why I love that game. It was, it was being a kid and sharing a file with my brother, and hanging out and playing Zelda. And then my parents would come in and they'd be like, "Hey, can we play?" And then we would stop playing to watch my mom play wow. Zelda. My mom, nice. like, my mom beat Zelda, and that was like. That was really cool. So, Martin. That's the place it holds in mind. What did you name your character? You had a limited amount of, 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 uh, of, uh, <laughs> slot. So what did you name? How many, how many slots was it in the first game? Like three, four? I don't, I don't remember. I mean, it I was... remember when I first started playing the Zelda games. I, uh, remember. I, I remember I was naming the character to my, to my own name, um, but... If there was only like three or four slots, then it might have been M R M A R or M A R T. Oh, okay. I don't know. Nothing too funny, really. Or maybe, well, maybe during later years, I'd name the uh, character Kuk, which is Swedish for cock. Kuk. <laughs> Kuk. Uh, around the room, what uh, what what else did you guys name your Zelda character? If you remember, it was it was always like when I found out that it was supposed to be Link, it was Link. Yeah. But before that, yeah. It, same. Because I had a file and my brother had a file, so it was Eric and Kyle. Okay. Like we had like our separate <laughs> Brian. Files. Um, I can't remember like like Eric. Once I found out that he had a name, it was always that Link. name. Yeah. But um, I think it, we would have like mom, dad, and then uh. PT and like BR or something like initials you know, and stuff. Peter. But, it's all pretty standard. Yeah. The, le the Legend of Zelda Mom's Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, a mom to the pets. Yeah. <laughs> Jake. Uh, well, the same thing, you know. Once I once I found out the canon names and whatever, I just went with that. But it was like, you know, four letter names, so it was either Jake or Butt. I guess Butt. Uh, I guess I'm the only one. Uh, no matter what, whenever I go back and... Because like I say, I never get tired of that game. So whenever it came out like on Game Boy Advance, I got it again, played through it. I got it on uh, my DS now. I, I, I love that game. And I'll always put the same name, which I have a shit memory, but for whatever reason, I can remember my first Zelda playthrough. 
I was obsessed with the movie The Terminator. Jesus Christ. So I named the character Terminat because you couldn't <laughs> all the word. You all the word. So it was just awesome. Terminat and it was cut off. And uh, and if you go look on my 3DS Terminat. right now, it's my Nintendo eShop file of Zelda, the game save is called Terminat. Uh, I, oh, actually, I, actually, I actually have a video game Terminator named cutoff story as well. Oh, really? Yes. Me and Brian played uh, what was it? Lego Star Wars? And you could create a character. You had been, this. you were the one who introduced me to yeah. those games, so I, I came in and you had a file already I, done. I, so you have, you can create a character and one of them has like big old sunglasses or something, and I wanted to name it, because I thought the sunglasses looked like Terminator sunglasses or Grandpa sunglasses. <laughs> oh, yeah! So I, I the character Grandpa Terminator. <laughs> Unfortunately, it splits it onto two lines, like when you like go over like the letter amount, and it can't fit the whole thing. But it's, it's short one letter. So when you put it in, the way it broke it up on two lines was Grandpat Airmanado. <laughs> We've used that yeah. for other stuff because I've heard about Grandpat Hermanado before. Yeah. I'm, I mean, Grandpat Hermanado was the name of my character in Lego Star Wars <laughs> because that's that's what the letter amount. I, I walked into the room and I looked at his screen and I went, "Why is your character named Grandpat Hermanado?" And he went, "What? No, Grandpa Terminator." <laughs> oh. Yeah, this way a way cooler alternative than what you just said. Oh, yeah. oh my god, that's so, so funny. One letter away from greatness led me to Grandpa Ermanado. I think we were we were naming other characters Grandpa Ermanado uh, for something. I don't remember yeah. what that was. I, I could not tell you, but Grandpa Ermanado has lived on. Yeah. So everyone out there, next time you're playing RPG, you better name your character Grandpa Ermanado. <laughs> Two words. <laughs> Ermanado. Take a picture and send it in to the uh, Gaming Cult. Fa we have a Facebook page. We do. Uh, Facebook.com slash Podcast. Should send them pics in. We'll highlight them and we'll favor them. I might even like it. Please, please show me your Grandpa Ermanados, guys. I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know how to spell it because it'll be the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so I've got uh, uh, Skyward Sword and I named my character Link, but what I like to do, especially because Zelda, a lot of Zelda games recently have had um, different languages, special characters, like... Oh yeah, they'll kind of mumble. Like the N, ends with the umlauts, and the, yeah. and the o, our O's with the umlauts, and ends with the E's, and all that fun stuff. So I, I'll have to take a picture of this and post this on the Gaming Cult page, but I made, I made uh, his, the name Link, Spelled upside down. Oh wow! <laughs> like with, with all the characters they had, they had like uh, a Cyrillic note that's an upside down L. I used an exclamation point. That's funny. They had an upside down N, basically, and then they had I, I think regular K is K is K normal, you know. So you but, you were using like a mixture of Cyrillic and runes or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna you're gonna summon Cthulhu. I hope with so. That. That's weird. <laughs> Yeah, man. Watch so, out, Thor's about. Careful yeah. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Martin knows. Yep. Well, Martin, thank you for your favorite games. Do, I mean, you didn't, you didn't go, you didn't go obscure at all. Surely you must have a couple of ridiculous gems for us. I think as obscure as I go would be like Rhythm Tengoku for the Game Boy Advance, maybe. That's a really, really good game. Yeah. 
That's one of my favorites too. Yeah, man. Damn, uh, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> but besides that, well, I mean, the games being obscure, they're not very, very good. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Unfortunately, that, unfortunately, so I don't know. I really don't have anything to say. Uh, like obscure games, really. Well, maybe we should do maybe we should do an obscure roundup next episode along with our best of the year. How's that sound, we, gents? We should. Well, that yeah. sounds good to me. Yes. Wow, next episode will be our first year anniversary. Really? Oh, yeah, man. And yeah, if you if you guys can think of, because I know Brian, you were you were scratching your head over what your favorite games were, um, uh, in an earlier temperance of time, in a, in the earlier shift of the space time continuum. Yes. In this episode. Yeah. So uh, if any of you have any more to yell out in the time that we have left, go just go at, go on ahead. I really, I really, oh. um, because you brought it up at the beginning of the uh, of the time shift thing, uh, you made yep. me remember Donkey Konga. That game on the GameCube. Yeah, that... If if you want to go kind of obscure, that was a game that was a lot of fun but took a lot of work. Like, yeah, man. really enjoyed playing that game. Like the rhythm action one. Yeah, yeah, where you actually, it wasn't just like, oh, doing like, you know, oh, clap, clap, bomb, bomb, like to the beat, like a, you know, like a, like a rhythm game. Exactly like you were saying, you actually moved the character and jumped and like. Yeah, Jungle Beat. Jungle Beat, sorry, yeah. Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Was that, that the sequel? No, that was a, that was an, an adventure game. Like, oh, it was okay. like a Donkey Kong game, but instead of using D-pad and A and B, you were using like the, the Congo smooth left and right, and you do an attack by like stomping them like together so he would go like that and then he would hit the ground and then if you clapped he would do like a clap and attack enemies um you just was... tap the side of the barrel though instead of a clap though. yeah that's yeah. Like heaps of time <laughs> exactly. oh really yeah there's a little you yeah, guys always had little techniques yeah absolutely you know, I, I was never a donkey Konga guy but i did get my samba de amigo on absolutely well the <laughs> nice. thing about donkey Konga was it was a really cool game in japan but once it came over to the west they just added, like, <laughs> Britney Spears and all kinds of bullshit, Aww. basically. Changed up the soundtrack completely. But yeah, Donkey Konga, Donkey Konga 2, and then they thought, well, let's go weird with it. Let's make a game out of it. And yeah, then there was Donkey Konga Jungle Beat. That's cool. They, actu really they actually had uh, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat uh, as a game uh, back in the day when uh, Club Nintendo in Sweden was still around. They uh, arranged, like, a championships of sorts in oh, Sweden. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, man. So back in like 2005, that was one of the games, and everyone was like, as you mentioned, like tapping on the side of the um, the drums you instead of clapping. Your techniques. <laughs> yeah, man. That's right. That's right. And that also got re-released uh, for the Wii. At least it did over it, here. So yes. Go go and look that up because that's a that's a really really good game. That's one of my favorite GameCube games actually. Uh, I wonder how were the controls this basically nunchuck right uh, or nunchuck left. Re I'm, oh, right? I'm not sure how they adapted it for the Wii, but I think it's just with the D-pad and just with uh, the Wii so just like, like a normal. I think holding it sideways or something, yeah. But it, uh, the Wii version is hence now very, very easy. It's a very, very easy game, but an extremely fun and well-presented game. Yeah. Especially the boss battles. Fun with two-player, too. Absolutely. Cool. Star Fox 64. I love that game. Oh, yeah. That's one of my yeah, favorite man. games. Hey, do you know what that was called in Europe and Australia? <laughs> oh, oh cool, cool, cool fox. Can, can I say it? No, what? Oh, yes, yeah, say. Lilac Wars. 
Lot was what? it really? Because it takes place in the Lilat system. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I got it. But that's, that's really because Star Fox yep. is such a fucking cool ass name. What was any kid's reference for a game called Lilat Wars? You had fucking, you had Star Fox, you had Star Fox on the fucking uh, Super Nintendo. That was such a huge game. They could have just went with the IP. I don't know why. That's so weird. That is. It weird. is. That is. That's one of my favorite games of all time, though. I beat that game like every way that you could. Wow, that's a hard game. That yeah, it fucking is, and I yeah. love it. I never had a. N64 back then, but I remember going over to friend's house and watching them play the Ugh. shit out of that, man. The multiplayer in that game was so much yeah, fun. The multiplayer was, like, incredible. And then if you got all gold medals on everything, you unlocked uh, the ability to run around. Yes. You, you could pick, like, the individual character and run around. You didn't have to be in a tank. You didn't have to be oh, wow. in a... Wi and, yeah, like, you uh, had, like, a rocket launcher. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> did how, you... Uh... How, how do I know that? Because I did it, Martin. Because, because I lived it. I said, Martin, I just settle down. You were settle the star down, fox. Martin. I, Calm I was, down. I was the rare. I was the fox. Rawr, rawr, rawr. Whoa. There you go. Did you get the? Uh, did you hey, get Martin. the? Did you get the re-release uh, on the 3DS, which no. was Star Fox 643D? No. Wow. No. I wish it was called that. <laughs> <laughs> because I saw some of it, and I don't. It seemed. I I just wanted to play that game again. Like that's all it made me want to do. I'm like, yeah, I just want to play 64. I've got a really nice uh, Japanese special edition of that game. It came with uh, Rumble Pack in a nice big cardboard box. Oh, that's right. awesome! I, that's is Japan. it called Is it called Staru Foxu? Yes. <gasps> I think it's Star Fox. I didn't know like you spoke Japanese, here. I do fluently. It's kind of it's kind of like how I speak Spanish. Milk's milk. Yep. Milk is milk. Cats say Miru. <laughs> They say, well, that's not true. They say Nyan. Yeah. Uh, no, they say Miru. Yeah. But hey, now we're talking. Oh, oh y'all motherfuckers. Right, y'all motherfuckers talking about Neko's in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what up? <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll part hairs on that later on in, in a future episode. Uh, uh, like it. I'm parting the hairs. Oh, God, come yeah. on. <laughs> uh, so there is a new console coming out. Well, not really, but. Yes. Um, I know I'm excited for it. I'm getting it. The I'm Neo Geo that. X. Is that like a Neo that Neo Geo that only plays like old Neo Geo games and nothing else? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brian, don't you want that new system? <laughs> it's on it's... my Amazon wishlist. Dude, that, that thing looks awesome. How it's a cool little it's, it's a cool little handheld oh, cool. toy, man. Yeah, dude, don't it you looks... don't you want to play Art of Fighting 2? Real bout? Real bout! One or two? Both! Oh I know, shit! I know a couple people who are really looking forward to it. It comes with, but just not that, it, it comes with this docking station, which is like a, let's say a two-thirds sized AES replica. Yeah. And it comes with a full re model reproduction of the AES joystick to hook up to your TV. That's awesome. If, that's, that's for, when you, for when you're not playing it as a handheld. It's like a collector kind of item. Yeah. Totally. It's it's very Ooh. niche, but that's all. It's fucking rad. Oh yeah, it's the only a Neo Geo that only plays <laughs> Neo Geo games is about as niche as it gets. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's <laughs> about as good as a Wii Mini. But but the thing is, I'm I'm looking to the future with this because they they are releasing single games for it on SD cards or whatever the proprietary thing is. It has an SD slot. Yeah. And uh -huh. they are releasing retail games for it. The first release is uh, Ninja Masters, I think, which is obviously an old Neo Geo game. Uh, that comes as, with the limited edition uh, as a pack-in, 
But the, my thought is, maybe one day in the future, they'll start developing new games for this console. Well, it, dude, if it's open, if it's open with the SD well, just think, card, just that's think about just... how cool that would be—like new Neo Geo games. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, I think because of the inclusion of that SD slot, there's going to be custom firmware type yeah. uh, operations going on. Well, there'll be home, there'll be homebrew people at least. I mean, the, you've got the Neo Geo uh, dev team over in. Uh, Germany, who are making games like Last Hope and yeah, uh, uh, God, what were the other ones? Um, Fast Striker, Fast Striker, and uh, Gun, uh, that that new platformer that they just made. Um, the hardcore indie crowd's definitely gonna go to fucking town with that thing, man. Yeah, do yeah. Do you think? Okay, now hear me out, because this. Okay, do you think they'll finally make a crossover art of fighting real bout, so we can finally get? Rio versus Terry. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Only, you know what, I really, I just really like this game, Akari Warriors. I would love to see them included, if really, you could. If they could, or, or, <laughs> I forgot the name of this game, but uh -huh. it had some really cool characters in it. It's like, her her name was Athena, uh -huh. and she was like a Greek goddess. Uh -huh. I, like, if they could get You're talking her, about Athena. I'm talking about Athena. You're talking about Athena. And maybe oh, even shit. Kensu. Wow. Or Chin. How could you do that, games? though? Mmm... Kinda stretching. Don't know if we could do it. Hopefully the technology of the new Neo Geo X will grant us the ability. <laughs> hey, I like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, I, 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 I'm a Neo Geo diehard fan. I like the idea of a handheld AES. Yeah. It's and cool. just the just the thought that one day SNK Playmore could support it in the future. And make uh -huh. a new game for it. Make I don't know, fucking Last Blade three or something. Yeah, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Who knows? Who even know? Could Throw some Neo Geo Pocket emulation on there. That'd be cool. Whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm I, excited to see where it goes. I I feel like I don't think I'm gonna get one out the gate. But if there is, if I see on the horizon some kind of you know community built around it, I might be interested. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a diehard thing. Yes, yes. For sure. It's it's a cool little package. It's uh it's gonna be about two hundred over here in the States. What uh what are you guys looking at? Probably eight hundred. Not much more than that, about three hundred I think. Oh, okay. Martin, yeah. same. <laughs> I think so. <clears throat> I don't think any Swedish retailers will get that, unfortunately. So I'll have, have to import it from like uh, Yeah, from the UK or something like that. Gotcha. There's some Belgian and Dutch um distributors and so on this conversation made me think about another game that i really liked but i didn't get a lot of time to play which was neo geo battle coliseum god yes that's a game that i really enjoyed had a lot of fun with and uh nobody no no one else really cared about Do you it. remember driving up to orange county to like go play yeah. it yeah i thought the art was good everything like looked really cool the characters they had in it were were like really interesting they created characters for it and i think the roster was pretty big it was pretty big yeah it was a fun fighting game. It was yeah. a really good fighting game. It was it was like a new era King of Fighters because it just took more Neo Geo characters yeah. and put them together in another fighting game yep. where you just go like, oh, wow, what if Keo fought the guy from Metal Slug? Okay. I was just going to ask, were Back, the guys from yep. Metal Slug in yeah, it? Yeah, I cool. think... Because uh, the, the guys... Marco. Uh, later, Marco. later Metal yeah, Slug titles had, had Ralph and Clark. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So there you go. So Neo Geo Battle Coliseum. Check it out if you can find it. Suit Ultra Rare, hashtag rare. <laughs> I think I I've got it. It's a good game. Yep, see? I don't know if I bought that or if I downloaded it. But 
It was a good game. It was fun either way. Excellent. Then we will go to the regular bits. Let's go to viewer mail, guys. Yay! Yay! So aptly Yay. named. I love yeah, it. Yeah, the, the most aptly named segment on the Gaming Cult <laughs> podcast. Episode 22, here we go. This question is from Cruz Anthony. Hey, Gaming Cult crew. I've got a weird question, but I really ain't giving a fuck, so I'm going to ask it. My question is, what animal do you think matches your looks and personality the most? First, say which animal you think you are, and then the rest of the boys say which animal they think you are. Keep oh, up like the this. amazing work. Well, wow, I, re I really like this. I think that I am a wallaby. <laughs> Damn, that's pretty fitting. I oh. know. I would say koala. koala. Yeah! yeah. yourselves koala bullshit! Brian, dude, on the same page. Koalas are so... Wallabies. Wallabies forever. Fuck koalas. I don't know why we're going exclusively Australian here. <laughs> no, it has nothing Koalas to are so... Do Unless provoke, koalas are so docile. That is not Eric at all. Yeah. No. I'm yeah. like a rat. I'm like the ravenous wallaby. Yeah. Sure. There you go. Tasmanian I'm, devil. I'm gonna say Tasmanian devil. No, just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> just wanted to keep it in Australia or down under. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna so, go. I'm gonna go with an elk. You think you're an elk? Yeah. I think you're the predator. Well, that's kind of an animal. Uh huh. What animal has dreadlocks? <laughs> really furry elks. <laughs> <laughs> that dog. Oh, lasso opso. <laughs> Lasso Opso. Lasso Opso dog. dog. Yeah, that that dog. Garrett is that dog. What do you guys think? Yeah, what kind of animal is Garrett? Um, and do you agree with Eric's wallaby? Was it? Yeah. Uh, Eric's a bat. There, I said it. Oh, uh, that is bat. Bat is pretty good. Yeah, that's cool. cool. But I want to be a fox bat. Ooh, I. Uh, ooh, I should have picked that. You should have. Sorry. That's not Sorry, Bauhaus. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Bell Lugosi's dead, guys. <laughs> I got that. I, I have that record. <laughs> no doubt. Do you think Garrett is an elk? Um, elk would not be the first thing I would go for. Oh, fuck. I can't think of a humorous answer. No, me neither. Martin ah, neither. Uh, Garrett is the sturdy and graceful greyhound. Yes. yes. Oh, alright. Yeah, okay. I'll give Garrett, yeah, because he's all, he's all thin and shaky and shit. Yeah, I'm into that. And like, <laughs> then, I don't shake. And then after, and then after he's not good at running anymore, we kill him. Like, put a muzzle on him. Yeah, he may not be shoot. good at like remembering stuff or playing fetch, but like, man, he, he's a performer. Yeah, when that, when he focuses, he fucking focuses. Yeah. He's gonna catch that goddamn rabbit. I like this. <laughs> I like all of this. <laughs> Martin, you got any input? I think greyhounds are a good fit, yeah. Mar Martin, what kind of animal are you? Um, I'd have to say I'm a moose. <laughs> I was gonna say very thin bear. If, there, if, if there's like a bear that's like really thin, what, I was... like a like a malnourished bear. <laughs> no, like just, no, no, just a, like a bear, a bear that will not survive the winter. No, like Is that a what bear, you're saying? like a bear that's like real, like fit, like really in shape. I was gonna okay. go with like a like a like a lone wolf. Ooh, oh, like, okay, I changed my answer. Wolf. I'm going with who, wolf. one one who dwells in a dark, snowy cave yep. in the mountains and mm -hmm. comes out only to hunt its prey. How do you say how do you say wolf in Svenska, Martin? Oh no, Martin! Um, did we lose Martin to the annals of time? Yeah, uh, dude. Oh, did he get sucked back in? He got oh, sucked. No. Oh, oh shit! Whoa. Now, you may be next. Hang Eric. on. So is wait. He, is he gonna be? Wait, next guys. What? Wait, wait, wait. Zach, what have you been playing? What have I been playing? Um, any pickups? 
Well, not any pickups at the moment. I mean, there's a bunch of great games out at the moment that I really want to get my hands on. I mean, I still haven't played Assassin's Creed 3, like, properly, and that's kind of eating at me. And Hitman Absolution's just come out, and I really, really want to get my hands on that, but it's just... I just haven't really had the time to go into it or go out and pick it up or something. There's been no hype on that game. Yeah, whatsoever. I know. Um... Online, there's been a little bit of hype here and there, but they really didn't do that big of a rollout for it. I mean, if you consider the, like, I mean, put it this way, the hype behind the pretty substandard movie starring Tim Oliphant had more hype than this new game did. And that's, that's a little disappointing because, I mean, I haven't played it yet, but from the trailers I saw and stuff like that, it looked really cool. And... I mean, there were some bits that, and there's a lot of criticism saying that, you know, it's become a bit more casualized or anything mm -hmm. like that. But you know what? With Hitman, that's the beauty of it. It can be casualized if you let it to be. But if you don't, like, I remember playing Blood Money quite frequently, and yeah. it's just, which is also what I've been playing a bit to um, prepare myself for it. Um, you, I mean, if you wanted to, you could Zach, rock. I, I give you, I give, I blow a kiss to you and I say, Zach, my brother, how do you play Hitman Blood Money? How do I play Hitman Blood Money? Yes. Well, it always depends on the level, but I really, really like the confusion within the psyche of the individual. You uh, mean the so, psyche? The inner psyche, yeah. Well, yeah. because people in the Hitman universe really, really like money. Now, you see, in the game, you can throw a coin and people will instantly go looking for it. So I like to see how far I can draw people out with the coin and get them to a secluded area where I can, you know, commit my hitman deeds. Uh -huh. However, in one notable level, which is, I mean, it's hard to do it with the coin alone, so sometimes you just got to, you know, get up in there and give them a bit of a feel and a bit of a rub. Cause yeah, like, yeah, just get up in there, right? Just get up nice and close. And so, a lot of time with my trusty coin and, you know, the ripped torso of 47 I just like to get in nice and close and there was there's one level where there's you're at this drug lords or whatever he is I don't know he makes wine and he takes you down to the cellars and such and he's having a nice party and so I decide I would like you know just kind of rustle a security guard over into the center into the center of the party and he didn't seem to enjoy this all this much and I thought you know what Let's start throwing coins around, and of course everyone's. Wait, so the ca the character so they the chase coins? Well, it's not so much chasing coins as looking for. <gasps> What's that sound? What's that sound? It's like if it's <laughs> so, but you make it look like they're chasing after a coin, like a dog chasing after a stick. Yeah, exactly. Like you throw the coin, they go. What? And you go. What's that? What's that? Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I gotta find it. Where is it? Where's the shiny? Thing? Where's the shiny thing? Oh, there it is. There it is. There's the shiny thing. And then they just completely ignore it and kind of continue on their way. <laughs> it's it's like the moment they discover that it was a shiny coin, they lose absolutely all interest. But oh, oh my god, what's this? Like, oh, okay, okay, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah, okay. Um, Sorry guys, lost composure. I'll go back to defending against one of the most dangerous agents in the entire world. It's <laughs> I'm sorry guys, I was distracted by a simple thing that only certain species of birds fall fall for. But, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's that, they got that magpie AI. They got that magpie AI where they just really like shiny things and when they hear clattering of shiny things they go, ah, ah, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Look for it immediately. 
but yeah, it's um, I mean, great game, but it's original. My original run through just went through where I just gunned down everyone and be like, all right, level done. That was easy. And then I realized that there was a stealth aspect to the game. And in regards to, as previously mentioned, Hitman Absolution, I'm sure that you can, like, all the cries of casual can be completely disregarded if you play the game right. But I'm not going to comment on that officially until I get my hands on that game. You won't speak of those words just now. Not not just now. Not what if you... Ah! Okay, whoa. What happened? Oh, where did you go? Well, I don't know. Martin got sucked into a wormhole and then Jeez. I don't, we jumped back a bit that was weird i don't like it more than a bit well brian what kind of animal are you how do I, you do things you do <laughs> uh i was always called a monkey growing up but <laughs> by who my whole family because i'd climb on the chairs and and jump off of them and run around and be all crazy but like i don't know uh, I, I'd go with monkey because I've never thought about anything other than a monkey when I've thought of an animal for myself. I really, I, I guess honestly like a, a, a bear. Or no, I, I'm a big dog who thinks he's a little dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That was Eric describing me and my personality uh, when I didn't understand why people kept getting scared when I'd be like, Hey! 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 And he went, hey, you're a big dog who thinks he's a little dog. You need to knock this off. I'm like, Perfect. I was, I was going to say bald eagle, but now I'm changing my answer to big dog who thinks he's a little dog. I'm going to go with uh, a bonobo ape. <laughs> wow. Those those uh, those bipedal... Is that not a bit racialist, isn't it? There's these bipedal apes that live down in the Congo that are gigantic and walk on two legs and, <laughs> and like, are very intelligent. Like, they're using tools and they fuck... Sure? They fuck to solve all their differences. Any any aggression or any problems that arise, they just have sex to solve the problems. Did you did you take the movie Congo as like a documentary? This or? this is no 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 no. Look this up. The the movie Congo or the book Congo was was sort of based on these things. Like they even got the way they look right in huh. the uh, in the film. We need to go kill those things. Yeah, they're not. Well, when they start, yeah, walking into villages with uh, yeah. <laughs> maps and shit, yeah. wearing clothes, that's gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna shoot those monkeys. Trying to stop this. With my my bat guns. I yep. see Brian as a ten foot domestic house cat. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's good. He, you're one of the you're one of those real like expensive cats. Yeah. That, like a like, Persian. Yeah. Like no, it's like bred to be like a bigger than normal cat. Yeah. But you're still a normal cat. Yeah. Yeah. But we, I have a cool name, like Alexandre. <laughs> <laughs> Alexandre the Mancoon. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like you, like you're almost saying the whole name and then you just stop. Alexandre. Alexandre. That's a very French thing. Alexandre. Alexandre. And he just eat, eats a lot of rubber bands. Rubbins! <laughs> That's like one of my favorite, that episode is one of my favorite episodes of home movies. It's one of my favorite shows ever. Yes, I agree. There you go. Awesome. So, there you go. Jake, final yeah. animal. Yeah, what animal Otter. are you? I am a dragon. I was Whoa. I was gonna say very trendy raccoon. Because wow. you, you collect, you have a cool haircut, and you wash all your food in a river before Ooh, you eat it. Raccoon is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> wash all my food in the river. I would agree with raccoon. Do you guys have regular raccoons in Australia? Uh, no. Oh, well, look them up. They're pretty cool. Uh, they look like little bandits. I would yeah. go hey man, I've seen them. I'm, I'm all about that um tanuki. You know? I got I got big balls of shapeshift. What of it? Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's more of a tanuki. Yeah. Fertility deity. There has to be some kind of element of the occult worked into my animal. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. All right, fine. Then you're fucking a cult raccoon. You <laughs> you're want? a night nut. I'm a tanuki. There you go. Brian, what kind of what kind of animal do you think Jake is? I I pictured him as like a red panda or. Oh, so like so, but you're keeping in the raccoon family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you're yeah. just a different color raccoon. Yes. I I really like red pandas. I have to say. There you go. There you go. So there you go, all our artist fans out there, all our yaoi drawing uh, uh, female fans out there, get to work. You got some inspiration. Yeah, yeah. please yeah. don't, please don't get to work on that. Please do. Animalize me, baby. Fan art. <laughs> Gaming cult podcast at gmail.com. That's right. We're about it. I want to know how I'm like a bald eagle. Because you wear bald eagle shirts all the time. Oh. Yeah. Because you you're know, You know, you might not have caught it in the temporal time jump, but Zach said he was. Eagle. See, so there you go. Uh, I, but he's from Australia, so it can't be a bald eagle. Yeah, yeah. It can be a Got different it. eagle. Yeah, I'd put him as a, like more of a jackal. Hyena. hyena, the hyena from Lion King. Yeah, or, yeah all yeah. those hyenas from Lion yeah. King. He's a scavenger or a coyote. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like not not something dumb. He's real smart. He's real clever. He just yeah. picks his spots. He's a fox. Yeah. Ooh, See, yeah. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Gray fox. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that, Cruz. A little PS from Cruz. I, for one, enjoy the off-topic discussions and the chaos that tends to follow from it. Sorry, do we have off-topic discussions on this yeah. podcast? What is he talking about? Do we weird. have on-topic discussions? <laughs> 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 so he must really like our whole podcast. Yeah. There you go. Thank you very much, Cruz. Uh, if you would like to write into us, we're, we always appreciate a good story or a bit of mail or whatever you want to send us, go ahead. Uh, com. Uh, album recommendations, boys. Uh, what is your classic album recommendation from any genre, any time period, up to and including the present? Uh, Garrett, why don't you go first? I will go first. Uh, I'm going to go with a band, Death Breath. <laughs> and uh, the album is Stinking Up the Night. <laughs> what the hell? This, this, is a, this is a heavy metal... Is it, gore, is it gore grind or is it death it's, metal? It's death metal, and it's it's from what I believe, and I can't remember the names of all the. It, they're all European uh, heavy hitters from different metal bands. Kind of got together and did this death breath band with okay. the overall theme of like a zombie story. You know, their their music video, their first one was very inspired by Night of the Living Dead. You can look that up. But um, songs uh, specifically, I, I've been I've been dropping a lot of uh, Lovecraftian reference this podcast. I've been I've been on a little bit of a kick lately, but uh, a song specifically uh, Cthulhu Fachtum at the uh, end of the album is is quite delectable. Uh, also, songs I'm gonna like... get so many Lovecraft nerds writing in with angry. I know, that's, oh yeah, that's fucking worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Some people take it too far. Hey, but uh, songs like Flabby Little Things from Beyond, uh, Coffins of the Unembalmed Dead. Uh, really, really great. If you like heavy metal, check out Death Breaths, Stinking Up the Night. Is it more of a modern death metal sound or more primitive? It's, I'd say a little modern. It's it's fast and it, the guitars really trudge on and the vocals are very growly. You know, it's okay. It's good. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, good. it's got a beat. It's got a nice it's got a beat I can rhythm it. to it. Brian, before I ask you of your, uh, album recommendation. You are a Kylie Minogue fan, right? Uh, yes. Have you heard the Abbey Road sessions that came out recently? No, I didn't know she was recording. I'm, I'm wondering whether I need to get that or not, because that sounds interesting to me. I, I, I'd check it out, but I'm, 
I, like, my first thought is that it's gonna be kind of, like, acoustic and not what I'm looking for out of her, but I don't know, is it, like... I, I'm thinking so, more of a Jules Holland kind of thing, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll check it out and let you know. I, I had no idea. I The only thing I heard about her is that she either is going to have or has had released a, like, celebration of... 20 or 30 years in the music industry. Yeah, that is at the uh, the Abbey Road uh, sessions. I just saw that on Vinyl the other day. I was thinking of giving it a listen. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't imagine it's going to be awful, but it's, it might not be what you're looking for. You guys are legitimate Kylie Minogue fans? I, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you what any of her music sounds like, la, but I... La, 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 oh, that's Kylie Minogue? Yeah, yeah and she, it's tough, because when you think of her, you can't get her out of your head. <laughs> that song is forever in... I like it, I like it, but that, that, that song will always be imprinted with the memory of a half-naked, uh, homeless Italian woman dancing in a Burger King. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. I remember that. I remember yeah. that story. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, I, I like some of her songs a lot, like I Believe in You. Oh, that's a really catchy song. Her last huh. album, her last few albums, starting with uh, Fever, uh, were all really, really good albums. Fever, then I think Body Language, X... And then uh, Aphrodite was the most recent one. Mighty, mighty Aphrodite. People are thinking, Jake, you're queer. You have to like Kylie Minogue. Guess what? I fucking hate Madonna. So there. Oh, <laughs> I like I like old Madonna. I like Vogue because oh, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta like Vogue. Yeah. Holiday celebrate. Bitch, who are you, Brian? So, what's your uh, classic album recommendation? Uh, this is an album that I have been listening to for a very long time. Uh, five years. Um, no, I, I recommended this to Eric earlier uh, last week, and I it's the Pretty Tony album by Ghostface Killa, oh. and it oh. is such a good album. It, yes. It, I first heard it, I really liked it, and then you know I went I went on to other stuff because I kind of worked my way backwards. When I started listening to Ghostface, I started with the latest album that had come out, which was Fish Scale, and then I um, then I went back to like. Like all the way back to his first album, but I didn't. I didn't really like his first album the first time, the first few times I listened to it. That was something I appreciated later on. But uh, with the Pretty Tony album, it met it met it halfway with the way Ghostface raps, which is telling a story <clears throat> and then also coming like coming out with like a really good and aggressive rap that is just really stream of conscious. And I think beats and lyrics and just like front to back that's got to be one of my favorite albums uh that he's released if not one of my favorite albums that like just ever so that one track where he raps over that soul track from beginning to end yeah yeah yeah, that he he does that and most of the time it's pretty good Uh, like because he 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 understands to like kind of mix it in the background but not to chop up the song because it like it would be weird but then every so often he decides to rap over a song that nobody should ever rap over. <laughs> and if you haven't heard this from Ghostface's mix, Ghost mixtape, it's kind of hard to get out. It's called The Wallaby Champ ABC. It is Ghostface just straight up rapping at the same level, like audio level, as the the vocals from the song ABC. And it is, you, can, you could ask... Like Eric said this perfectly. You could ask him to pick out one verse from that entire rap, and he would not be able to, because that song is so fucking distracting. It's so it's so funny because he just 
It's like somebody put on an MP3 of ABC and they said, hey, Ghostface, rap over this. And he went, okay. And uh, then they recorded it. <laughs> and then now it's released. I I can't. It sounds so, like, bad. I can't get enough of it. I love it. <laughs> I love that song. You'll have to play that for me. I've it's so it. fucking funny. It's and, and the best part is, Jake, <laughs> I have it on an iPod with ABC on it. And so sometimes I'm walking around and and it's like the first ten seconds of the song you don't know which song <laughs> is it a happy mistake or a terrible surprise I really can't tell. I've seen Brian's girlfriend get so disappointed because <laughs> the Ghostface version comes on, but it's the beginning. And she thinks it's it. She thinks it's Jackson Five. And then Ghostface starts rapping, and she gets so like legitimately bummed out. <laughs> uh, I love, I love putting that. And she told me, she has told me that because of that, anytime that song comes on now, she gets nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Which version is gonna play? So she's always like, you can see it on her. She gets kind of tense, and then when she's it's like, the oh gen- god, oh god. <laughs> The, the the trick and what she doesn't know is that if it's the Ghostface version, I will always let it p- play. Whereas if it's just ABC by the Jackson Five, I don't like. I don't generally want to hear that song. I think out of all their songs, that one's one of their kind of like normal, like medium songs. You do have a tendency to to not finish a track when you skip around on your iPod. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do the same thing. I can't, man. I I I I have to let a song. It's either if the next song comes on and I don't want to hear it all the way through then i'll skip it yeah but if it if i start playing it it has to finish yeah i'm like that too if, if, if there's if there's, i don't have that 30 second ipod fever yeah i don't either it, I, I don't have, i don't have that fever i'll i'll listen to a song i'll let it get i'll let it finish itself but when the last like part of the song is just the chorus again or play out you know like fade like fading to play out or whatever or it's 20 seconds of the same shit i'll skip it like, I'll, I'll let them finish their last verse and then maybe one more chorus, but I won't do, like... Like, especially with a lot of rap, they'll just go on for 20, 30 seconds because the producer really liked the beat, <laughs> and I'll skip that. Rap skits, half the time. Oh, yeah, I'll skip those, too. Unless they're Ghostface skits, because they're all funny. Which one, Was there a rap skit where some of the Wu-Tang Clan guys were in a uh, Chinese food restaurant? I'm sure oh, no. was. Maybe that was a Gravedigger's skit. Yeah, I think it was. Uh... Eric, that's that track you sent me, that Ghostface track, was that off Pretty Tony? Just recently? No, that no, that that's a Wu Tang track. I sent uh, Can't Go to Sleep. It's oh, a, okay. That that's a Wu Tang track, but I don't I don't remember what album it's on. Because I oh, I only just yeah. remembered that I used to have Pretty Tony on vinyl, and I don't have it. I haven't had it for about five ah, years. Oh, that's, that's, that's I want that. On, I want well, I I want all of those albums on vinyl, but I especially want that on vinyl. I, I have, right now I have Fish Scale, I think I have More Fish, Big Doe Rehab, uh, Ghost Dini, I don't think I got Apollo Kids. That's alright. Which is you guys, fine. You guys getting that Woo Block? Uh, I have it. I downloaded it and there are maybe six good songs on that yeah. album and that's it. it. It's not it's not the Ghostface that you really want. Like, I, I love the Ghostface where he tells a story and like he flows. This is like hard dick from the block this is the hood yeah ghost yeah this, this is ghost face about about like selling rocks and like and, and shit like that and it's like okay. oh it's, that's okay and there are a couple songs where i go like oh yeah this is fucking good but then there are a bunch of songs where i just go i don't want to listen to sheet loach fucking just rap about stuff i don't care yeah. about is Sorry. selling rocks easy guys probably 
I, yeah, you think? If Wu did it for after they were successful, yeah, probably. Yeah. Right. Well, here's here's how I feel about that album. Even if it was Ghostface not telling stories and it was just Ghostface rapping how he was, I'd be fine with it. But it's the other people on the album, and they're yeah. like, their their songs feel the need to have like an anthemy chorus, and all the choruses ruin the songs for me. Like on the way over here, I was listening to it, and I was like, no, no, can't deal with this chorus, can't deal with this chorus. Like I skipped like three or four songs just because the chorus was bad. Yep. So you gotta. You gotta I, I would I would suggest checking out the album. Like, I think it has the only verse that I've ever heard Cappadonna on that I didn't fucking hate. I fucking hate Cappadonna. And yeah. he's finally on a track where I go, oh my god, he's like the standout performer here. Like, I really love his verse on one of the songs. It's the only song that he's on. But that, so, that's the only reason I'd say to check it out. It smelled like a Wu-Tang production. It, it, it No doubt. No doubt. Eric, what is your uh, classic album recommendation my for episode 22? My classic album recommendation was going to be the Pretty Tony album, but I let Brian have it because I heard a different album today that I went, oh man, this means it's winter time. And uh, it's, yeah, this is a big departure from what I was going to pick. I picked The Shins, Shoots Too Narrow from 2003, which is, uh, I think, the opposite of rap. Uh, it might be. Yeah, Kissing the Lipless is like one of my favorite songs. Mine's Not the High Horse. Young Pilgrim, St. Simon, Turn a Square, Pink Bullets. Like, it has so many songs on it that I really love, and it reminds me of wintertime and driving around, like, in rainy nights or around, like, the beach in La Jolla with girlfriends. That's what that album is to me. So I put that on, and I go, yeah, okay. I have, like, very distinct, like, nostalgia because of it, but I still really, really like that album, uh, like, aside from nostalgia. Would it work with boyfriends? Uh, I don't know. Ask Brian. Ah, high five! What about Eric high fived himself? Shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Here's my answer to you. But yeah, check out Shoots Too Narrow by The Shins. It's really folky, sub pop. It's not the kind of music that I usually listen to, but I'm is really like, into Is it like Iron and Wine? Uh, no, I don't think it's that folky. Man, okay. you and Zach making sure everyone knows that you guys date girls. Yep, we date girls. Yep. Zach, but Zach has a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. He I does. don't have a girlfriend. Zach has a girlfriend. So, so never mind. Yeah, yeah. Mind. So never mind. Uh, I am going to recommend. Well, I just. Oh God, I I picked up so many throbbing gristle records recently, and yeah. not just like the reissues, but like original. I found a bunch of original UK throbbing gristle records. That's awesome. For like cheap. And th th those are really, really expensive and rare records. So I'm listening to a lot of that. I'm listening to Greatest Hits. I'm listening to 20 Jazz Funk Greats. The Industrial Records Story, which is quite a rare um, sort of uh, sampler record with uh, William S. Burroughs and Cabaret Voltaire and <laughs> SPK and a bunch of other in uh, sort of late 70s, early 80s industrial records. I picked up Yamashita, which is like Japanese sort of Psychrock, but was a lot more well known in the 70s. Uh, the album Rain Dog, I um, I used to listen to that when I was about 15, and I picked that up again for the first time in a long time. So I'm enjoying that record. But the record I'm going to recommend is completely different. <laughs> and it is a record by an artist called Evian Christ. Take oh. that uh, artist name how you will. Uh, the uh, EP is called Kings and Them. And it came out on Triangle Records, which is sort of known as the, I guess, the the new sort of 
buzzword uh, subgenres called witch house or something. But yeah, it's it's just really excellent beats um, with a really distinct style that Triangle Records is known for, and that they are complete hype right now, and you should check them out. Um, yeah, Evian Christ, Kings and Them. Check out tracks like uh, Fuck It, None of Y'all Don't Rap, and Thrown Like Jacks. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. Like, it's it's a really, really good record. One of my records of the year. Uh, and we'll get to that next episode. Yes. Some, some records of the year, or records that we picked up, that we like, of the year. Sounds good. Next time. What have you been playing, boys? Anything you picked up? Anything? Any nice things you've added to your collection? Uh, Video games. I, I finally opened my Wii U uh, while I've been in the, the Mega 64 studio uh, handling Jesus. merchandise from beyond the pit. <clears throat> uh, I've basically been living there and have not been home. It's true. Since probably the 22nd of November. Uh, hey guys, yeah. I watched Time Travelers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of you, good fucking job. Oh, thank, oh, thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thank you. But I, I have uh, I've successfully sent out all Time Traveler or, or Cyber Monday orders. Uh, tonight, actually, I am sending the last of Cyber Monday. Are you really? Yes. Wow. So then, then there's just catching up to, you know, the normal amount of sales. Anyway, I opened the Wii U. I played Zombie U on my Wednesday night stream. And... Wow, I have been having a fucking blast with Zombie U. But that is about the only thing that I've been playing. Is that a real survival horror, Garrett Hunter? Yes, yes, yes. Legitimately, I have uh, I have only played twice. I, I played on my Wednesday night stream last week. I'm going to play again this week. But then uh, I think two nights ago, I just put in another like half hour to get to the next save point. Now, what I've experienced is, yeah... Total jump scares and total like conservation and item management. It's all about you only have eight slots in that backpack and you gotta take with you what you think you'll need on your current objective. Like it's checkpoint based, it's it's so much fun. The the real the real jump for me is when I uh, go into an area and then start to go into my backpack and do the item management. I'm then looking at the controller uh, in my hands. The, uh, what do they call the damn game thing? Pa- uh, game pad, yeah. yes. I'm looking at the game pad screen. I'm, I'm, I'm reloading weapons. I'm, I'm configuring uh, quick touch icons for like health items and stuff. And I hear a zombie growl in the background. Now then I pop back up to the, my, my, I pop my head up at the TV and I start scanning my environment. I don't see anything. So there's a little scan button I can yeah. hit on the on the uh, control pad. I hit that, and a little radar on my control pad shows these blips running headlong at me. I I look up just in time to see <laughs> the television screen, and there are three zombies attacking me from the darkness <laughs> that I did not see before, and they were on me like that. And and it is. It is oh shit and panic and I can't I can't hit the buttons fast enough and like wow. it's great man it is that sounds so cool it is nice looking it I just I feel like they marketed it so poorly and that's okay. why it turned me off because of that stupid beef eater zombie on the cover that thing being their like mascot yeah. it's not about that you, you see mm. a guy dressed as that like twice so far I mean maybe there's a lot more of them but there are a ton of different zombies. You know, I don't even think they needed to advertise that it took place in London. If they if they would have showed the cover of, you know, a main character digging into a backpack in an old burnt out, 
area with a horde of zombies coming at him or something. And the hey. name is very off-putting too. But yep. the game yeah. is great. The, the name, the name, and the cover really like. Well, it sounds yeah. cutesy. Garrett, it sounds cutesy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Garrett, my friend, <laughs> I, I I don't think you understand <laughs> what <laughs> what what uh what real comedy could entail. Uh, just uh, picture this, if you will, my friends. Yes. Imagine if <laughs> you had uh you know the band. There's a band called The Clash. You see. Oh yeah. And imagine <laughs> if you had uh, uh, the the man with the guitar. He's smashing the guitar. It's London calling. But guess what? It's a zombie. <laughs> oh, what? We could put that how on T-shirts. Doing, how are you doing comedy this way? We could put that on T-shirts. How are you not living? How how is motherfucker not living in Hollywood doing comedy like this? <laughs> we could put it on T-shirts. <laughs> we no could put it on T-shirts. And you could say it's the the zombie is moaning, <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> you could even have picture this stunning portrait of Morrissey, but he's a zombie, and it says "Panic on the streets of London." Is not living hey, in Hollywood. Hey, shit. Panic on the streets of Birmingham. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, a young Ian Curtis. This is the way step inside because I'm going to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting any of these. <laughs> these are just over Brian's head. I'm and like, it's fantastic. Uh, these are a reference to something, huh? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's what it feels like to be on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, We're you know, just in the running to represent Australia in the Comedy Olympics 2013. Dude, I'm going to vote for you. There you go. Well, you know, I had those Joy Division zombie jokes. It's pretty good. Just, just warming up. It's pretty good. Uh, Eric, what have you been playing, dude? You picked up any nice things? I know you got that secret squirrel. I do, I do have a secret squirrel figure, but I haven't picked anything else up. I have Borderlands 2, and I've been putting so many hours into that game, it's like yeah, yeah. ridiculous, and I still haven't beat it. But it it's nice? such a long game, and there's a point where I want to go like, oh, this is like, it should have ended by now. But I've done every single side quest, and I've done every single like little thing, like go back and find all the shit and do all that stuff. So I can't say like, oh, this game's too long. Cause I'm, cause I'm personally going through and trying to find like all the stuff on my first playthrough. You're loving it's, it, man. Oh, I love, it's my game of the year right now. I know we're not supposed to talk about it until next time. I don't care. It's my game of the year. You, you, do, a lot of, you do a lot of multiplayer with Brian too, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. And I think that's probably what we're going to do when we're done here. My game of the year as well. It's so, God, it's so much fun. It is so much fun. I'm so impressed with it. Hell yeah. There you go. Brian, you've been playing them vid games? I have. Uh, do you like? Do you like him? I like him. I like him little bits. You know, once in a while you play a video game. What of it? Little bits and pieces, just you know, for posterity. I've been playing. I also got Zombie U, um, just because it's the only other game on the Wii U that looked interesting at the moment, and that I haven't already played, um, other than New Super Mario Brothers. And I only played the first 25, 30 minutes of it. Two things stood out to me. <clears throat> One, the music. I actually, I, at least in the opening sequence, really like the, the the music in the game so far. And then two, immediately after that, the lack of music. The the setting and the tone for that entire game is perfect. It it had me it had me like moving like really slow in corridors, being very careful, conserving my um, my flashlight. Um, which is exactly what I want to do in a survival horror game, 
because I don't want to be like jumped out or like scared or startled and that's perfect because that's got me on edge that's why I like Dead Space so much um, so that's that's one thing that I've been playing and then I have also been playing Borderlands 2 but uh, I, I just started doing a siren campaign and I don't normally play characters like that so I'm going to see how that goes really like very it. good uh, before I say what I've been picked up, I will just very quickly say what my favorite games of all time are. Because yeah. I totally, yeah. oh, I totally go, skipped out on myself. Uh, go. go. Puzzle Bubble. Nice. Good. The Mario series. Okami. Nice. And Double Dragon 2 for the NES. Nice. Oh, wow. Good, good, I good final pick on that. Yeah, one. I agree with all of those. Yep. Very good choice. And that's, that's all I can think of for now. Good. Uh, I have picked up Calling for the Wii, which is a uh, survival horror very similar to Jew on the Grudge, but with oh, wow. its own little twist. I'm not sure if it came out in the US at all. I think it just came out in Japan and parts of Europe. It was quite a limited release. I had to actually get a French copy because the English copy goes for so much money now. Um, but it's still got that English disc and I'm going to play it and it looks absolutely uh, terrifying. Uh, I picked up Yakuza 3 for the collection because I never got that. I got that pretty cheap. Cool. I found the Infinity Climax edition of Bayonetta on the 360. So I have that what now. What was that? Infinity uh, Climax? Yeah, it's an sp Australian special edition for, uh, uh, for the first Bayonetta game on 360. Uh, and it comes with the uh, art book and the soundtrack. Was there, like, DLC or anything? I don't remember. No. No, it's just a nice sort of in a, nice a nice cardboard box. box. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, we, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think we got a special edition of any kind. I think we just got regular release. No, we got a, we got a nice box. And cool. I found it really, really cheap, so I'm happy. Nice. Uh, I picked up Animal Crossing for the Wii, just for the collection. Basically, I've, I'm pretty close to getting all the Wii games I want for my collection now, except for maybe a few, and then I'll be there. And I can stop thinking about the Wii. Uh, I got Gunstar Heroes Future for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, wow, complete, nice. Uh, which was a, a spiritual successor sequel made by Treasure, of all companies, uh, who oh. are very well known for their shooters. Uh, so there you go, a Gunstar Heroes game. Gunstar Heroes Future. Uh, and, yeah, that's it, lads. That is, that is the whole kit. Kimboodle. Oh, yeah, I got God of War Coll uh, Collector's Edition as well. Oh, God of yeah. War 3. God of War 3, I should say, because I've never played that game. Oh. Uh, Good game. I'm gonna wreck it. I, you know, I always stayed away from the God of War franchise as well. I uh, just it came around the time where I had too much else to play, and then by the time the sequels started coming out, I didn't want to jump in, not having played the original, and just kind of fell by the wayside with me. I, I understand that that's a really fun time, but the QTE stuff really got me down. Yeah, it it, it weighs that game down. That, I, I've tried them, don't get me wrong. I've played the demos and I've played them it, at, at various conventions and stuff. But. Maybe I can give you my save file if you ever want to play the third one because I, I think I told you about this, but you can, after you've beaten after you beat the game, you can turn off it's instant QTE, so you can just oh, watch them beautiful. as they happen instead of have to actually that should, do them. There should be a very easy mode that just does that. Yes. In in Resident Evil and like uh, you know games that have hey, that. they should just have an option to turn that off. That's 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 something that re really has bothered me about the Resident Evil franchise is that it's gone towards this QTE yeah. mid cutscene type thing. Where I'm the type of player who really wants to enjoy the story yeah. and get engrossed like it's a film. Now I'm panicked, you know, mm -hmm. whenever it's a FMV sequence coming mm -hmm. up. You guys don't want to try a game of Lucky Hit? <laughs> <laughs> no. Never did. Come on, try Lucky Hit. Come on, Eric, just try a game of Lucky Hit. No. You can do it. Put your back into it. 
And that was episode 22 of the Gaming Cult Podcast. A big thank you to my co-hosts, Garrett Hunter. Thank you, thank you, sir. Make sure to check us out on uh, the Gaming Cult Facebook page. That's right, facebook.com slash Podcast. Write to us, Podcast at gmail.com. Twitter, we have changed our Twitter handle. It is now at GamingCultCast. Brian Abishakura, thank you for coming. Thank you. Uh, Eric Badur, thank you so much for coming, as always. Well, thank you for having me. Sorry, I should have... Oh, no, I'm getting stuck. Thank you, he just turned, you know when you like, when you, you know when you turn off one of those old CRT television tubes and it just like, gets fuzzy and goes into a central yeah. point of light? He just dissolved into a central point of light like a fixed beam burnt by retina as it disappeared into the ether. And now there's two dicks inside his girlfriend. Oh my god. Who's his girlfriend? Eric. Oh. Said he was gonna give it to me tonight. Fuck. Gotta do laundry.